Alright, and welcome back, guys! So, this is the seventh session of the Argent Hound. Uh, in a second, I'm gonna go around the table. Uh, it might sound a little bit like a plague ward today. Uh, we are fighting uh, various illnesses, bacteria, and virulent diseases to bring you entertainment. We hope you appreciate the effort. Um, I'll let you hear uh, the be-plagued voices of some of my players in a moment. But first, a quick recap. Uh, so, they actually made it to the Argent Hound. That's fantastic. Took six sessions, but these guys are ready to kick some ass and take some contracts. Uh, Nerwin uh, joined up, uh, and uh, his uh, starstruck nature uh, was lifted when he was the team's plus one. Uh, so, um, uh, they got themselves a contract to head to Snowshear, a small mountain town 46 miles to the north and east of Mirabar, and uh, little else was told to them, except to seek out the town maester, Cadmos Oakbloom, uh, and complete a quest that had gone uncompleted since last season, and that was to defeat a brooding pair of wyverns. Now, there was some back and forth between the team and the ever-pleasant uh, Pashar, Eryxias, a dragonborn sorcerer. Well, no, I it was spearheaded. You were the tip of the spear, but I don't get the feeling that uh, many people were on uh, Pashar's side there. Uh, some of us are so, faces. Oh, the faces. You should have seen them. Uh, so... Maybe with a higher budget, you will. So, you know. <laughs> but, but besides that, um, what else do we have? Uh, oh, yes. How could I forget? The team was just about to leave uh, to prepare themselves for an arduous 500-plus mile journey north. Uh, along the long road, mostly, but through some dangerous terrain, especially in the winter. Uh, or the end of winter, as it was. When suddenly... Dun, 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 uh. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are the best. I didn't even have to add a sound effect for that. Uh, so, um, we had the twin scions of the Wand family, Hadrian and Gallus, uh, to intercept our intrepid adventurers and perhaps delay or deny Nerwin his journey. All right. That being said, I'm going to go around the table, introduce you to, like I said, our B-plagued voices. Uh, let's start with what I, I'm going to triage you right now, man. The most B-plagued. <laughs> go for it. I'm Lou Evans. I'm playing Doc Holliday. I mean, you can have <laughs> Theodoric Fathom Fest. That's tuberculosis, not the plague. <laughs> I'm Kevin. I'm playing Nocreen, the male lizard folk druid. I'm Pat, I'm playing uh, Roywin, the gnome wizard. I'm Betsy, I'm playing Magpie, the Kenku Rogue. I'm Clarissa, I'm playing Silius Maravaldi, the Paladin of the Ancients. Mike normally would jump in here, but he was unable to make it to this session. Uh, I don't know if he was B-plagued or not. Uh, but uh, Nebuman Akam will be NPC'd by me today. All right, and as always, I'm Derek, your friendly GM. All right, so... Uh, there I'm are. Friendly, but only <laughs> not trying to kill you. There is a still a bite of winter in the air. Uh, the smell of uh, sweat and the growing crowd that has been pushed back by twelve or so green and goldenrod doubleted uh, city watchmen uh, look and turn as the impeccably dressed uh, wand scions stare. Uh, 
with not undue malice in their eyes towards Nerwin and the rest of you. Um, they have not moved for uh, prominently displayed and ornately crafted wands at their side. Uh, which, according to the rules of town, would be really bad to do in the middle of the watch, no matter who you are. But it is quite obvious by their stances that they are the aggressors here. Uh, Nerwin, uh, his eyes are fixated upon the cobblestone road of the Seaward District. Um, there is... I'm going to step up behind Nerwin in a, like, like letting him take the lead, but, like... <clears throat> Definitely, like, backing him up. He'll be here all day if you're waiting for him to take the lead. Well, but that's part of... Part of the goal is to nurture Nerwin. Well, Salisa's presence. Uh, why don't you go ahead and make a persuasion? I yes. am going to um, put my hand on Nerwin's and try and offer support as well. And perhaps, since I am also proficient in persuasion, she could take advantage of that? She may. Absolutely. She's a paladin. Um, She's not going to take advantage of anything. So that's true. Well, okay. But you may have advantage for the two of you uh, assisting with... Uh, the 15 stands. Okay. Well, Nerwin swallows uh, nervously, his eyes looking up and finally meeting the gaze of his siblings. Um, you, uh, Roywin, know Hadrian and Gallus. Uh, they are both members, of course, of the Watchful Magus, mm-hmm. uh, the Order of. Uh, so they are also group leaders, uh, people who would lead in a crisis being uh, the eldest twin children of Sandaran. Um, they have powerful magics. Uh, by your reckoning, Sixth Sphere is where they both have mastered. Now, they're <coughs> maybe 36, 37 each. Um, the rumors of the Wand family were well bolstered by these twins who were casting third and fourth circle magic, respectively. Uh, Hadrian has the more tactical mind, but Gallus is the more uh, competent spellcaster. Okay. Uh, I will also cast Guidance for Nerwin. Whatever uh, right. he's about to do, he can have a boost for it. Athletics. <laughs> it just runs off. No, no, okay, he's that? not that smart. <laughs> no, All right. Well, he doesn't speak first, but his eyes are set. His jaw um, sticks. For a moment, and you can see that he's uh, trying to puff himself up. His shoulders, uh, broad, uh, look more so now that he's not slouching with you two at his side. Um, he looks over to you, Theo, and then back over at Hadrian and Gallus. The the city watch, uh, having pushed back the throng of would-be adventurers that did not make the cut. Um, is looking back and forth nervously. Did the street just get super quiet? It did. As the the mob kind of quiets down and they look over at the uh, very close uh, siblings uh, in the street. Uh, It looks like they're using prestidigitation to um, cause their long coats to uh, kind of flutter in the breeze because there is no other wind is it? to be spoken of. It's against the law to cast spells at people for the purpose of hurting them, but it's Correct. not against the law to cast a spell to help someone, is there? No. Nope. 
So it looks like Nerwin is starting to feel his courage flag a little. So uh, you feel that he is still trying to drum it up, the uh, persuasion in your presence. Enlarge? Yep. You're going to make him huge? <laughs> yes! What are you doing? <laughs> Making it worse, but that's okay. As soon as you start to whisper the words of the power of the spell, uh, Hadrian absently waves his hand, whispers a few draconic words of power, and you feel the counterspell rob the words of their mysticism. Let's all keep this fairly straightforward. The Lord Sindarin Wand wishes to let you know that he has no quarrel with the rest of you. He simply wishes to save his erstwhile son from a certain death. Which one of you is that? Gallus looks up to Hadrian, and then Hadrian back to her. Nerwin, this is folly. Return to our manor home. Father will speak with you. You're not ready for this. And to the rest of you, we have been given leave to tell you that the Lord Sindarin has long been a patron of adventurers of all stripes and Force Grey. He is willing to help outfit your team with his personal stores to ensure your success in your coming endeavors. You showed much bravery. If I, I look over it. Um, uh, Theo. Theo, I apologize. Hadrian nods. Is it, are they trying to buy us off? If you wish your friends to succeed, Nerwin, stop burdening them with your presence. It's the best for everyone, don't you see? Father will agree to outfit them. Their travels will be easier without you. We will continue your practice. Show us that you are ready, and next year, I will personally walk you to the doors of the Argent Hound. Thea will turn to Nerwin. Turning away from them, Nerwin, tell me what you want, and I will back up. Theo, do you. Do you suppose they're right? It is possible that any of us or all of us could die in this endeavor, but that's the nature of the game. No, I I understand and I accept the risks. Am I a burden to you? Am I a burden to everyone here? I don't believe you've yet come into your true strengths. I have never counted you a burden. Sorry. Well, Nerwin, make a persuasion check. You are doing a uh, a resisted <coughs> roll against Hadrian. Hadrian uh, will be rolling versus you. That's my best go. So it's a good thing I'm a paladin of light and not depression. Otherwise, I would have been like, existence is a burden. <laughs> what? <laughs> paladin of depression. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> well... His eyes furrow, um, his brow furrows, his eyes do not. Uh, his eyes narrow, and 
He nods. Uh, even though Hadrian did very well, you have just barely uh, beat out his skill. Um, but that's everyone, then. Of course. Yes. Maester. Um, would they both be called Maester? Uh, Master. Master? Masters. Uh, the Wand, yep. Please extend our gratitude to your Lord Father for his offer of supply, but as is often the case with gifts, sometimes the price is too high. Hadrian's eyes narrow, and it's quite clear that both Gallus and he uh, are not accustomed to being rebuffed. Um, they don't turn into petulant children or anything like that, but their eyes shift to the watch, to each other. Uh, it is at that moment that sensing that perhaps something might happen because of these looks, uh, perhaps uh, Hadrian's hand moving just a bit too close to their wand, that the city watch says, begging your pardon, our masters or houndsmen, it's just hounds and we're not, says Theo to you quietly. But, I think there's been enough excitement for one day. Perhaps we could all move along back to our respected domiciles. That stands for the entire crowd. There's nothing to see here. Thank you very much. Wisdom in your word, Watchman. Wisdom in your words. Hadrian and Gallus. <clears throat> let out a breath. And there's a certain sense of electricity in the air. Gallus turns to Nerwin. If you leave the city, you may wish to consider remaining away. Lord Father will not be denied his will. And Nerwin kind of grits his teeth at that. I'm still going. May you live to regret this decision, brother, says Hadrian. Aww. <laughs> and it's dysfunctional. And he puts his hand uh, around Gallus's waist and ushers her away, even though she does seem like she wants to stay and try for another round. Um, as they move, the crowd parts for them. Um, it fills in so that we have to fight our way through that. Yeah, damn it! <laughs> but uh, it takes several more minutes of the watch's coaxing. But soon the streets are getting fairly empty. Several of the adventurers that have gained uh, their own contracts have uh, sidled along the street, leaving you all uh, in a quiet space just outside the entrance hall to the Argent Hound. <clears throat> Nerwin lets out a long breath. Nerwin, my friend? I hate to break it to you, but that was suspiciously like a spine. Don't get used to it yet. Feels awful. That's fantastic. Spongy. We can enjoy the fruits of exile together, Miller. <sighs> Thank you. Great. Thank you all. I. I hope this doesn't cost us too much. Nothing for nothing. Huh. All right. Um. Thank you again. Uh, we have uh, provisions then. 
Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, I think focusing on the task at hand. Right, right. So um, let's look into getting the wagon and the horses, and then we can load that up with provisions, and we might even be able to get some miles between us and the gates today. Come close. All right. <laughs> All right. So, whereabouts is our team going first? You wanted a wagon and horses? Is that the yeah, first we stop? Yeah, we had already taken in um, currency and, and such for that. And Correct. All right, so. So, I think. How much were we contributing? I think it was um, like 19, 19, 19 gold each. I think maybe if we go get some of the lighter provisions before we have. Like, if we split into two teams and, like, somebody goes to get the wagons and the horses and somebody else goes to get some of the lighter provisions. Sure. That way we don't look like we have money when we go to get the lighter. Like, the wagons and horses? Well, or the, the, when we go to sure, get the non wagons and horses? That sounds. That sounds fine to me. I'll take care of the horses and the wagon. All right, so who else is going for horses and wagon? Well, I need a horse of my own in addition to the gold I'm putting forward for the wagon, so... All right. Well, the closest stabling in Seaward uh, that you can find um, seems to be inundated with would-be adventurers. All... Technically, having the same idea as you. May I suggest an alternative? Mm -hmm. I may have a better answer yet. Okay. Come with me. All right. We're going to whichever hosteler Mm -hmm. the Fathom Fast deal with when they've got to move cargo from their ships to. All right. So, (sighs) their main uh, source of trade is actually a merchant guild known as the Red Shield Coster. Damn those guys. And the Red Shield Coster uh, tends to um, work very closely with the Fathom Fast House to move goods quickly, overland or over sea. Um, and it's not a choice that many adventurers would come to mind on. Uh, so while you do see the stabler, um, stable master, uh, starting to wave, I'm all sold out! Every riding horse, draft horse, even the sway back nays that I have, they're gone. <laughs> Leave me Here be. Are my two sons. <laughs> That's it. Saddles on them. But you head quickly towards the Red Shield Coster along the docks of the Sea Ward. Uh, the two of you uh, traveling with haste, uh, but it seems to be. That three of us. Three of us. I'm sorry. Who else is going? We'll, we'll bring Nerwin with us. Nerwin. Very good. Um, the two of us are chiefly responsible for maintaining his nerve at the moment, I think. A bit. So, uh, Nerwin does travel with you guys. Uh, heading to the Red Shield Coster, uh, there are a couple of uh, merchantmen outside, uh, and they seem to be signing up several of the Waterdavian uh, Seaward uh, folk or Dockward folk that have come into town uh, for the purpose of returning ships to the water and it requires a good deal of labor and they are hiring left and right uh so there was a small crowd of workmen of all races uh when and genders when you uh when you walk up Uh, a reedy looking man in a uh a beret a feathered beret type hat is writing down names scribbling them quickly he looks over at uh, first the well-dressed uh, 
olive, literally skinned <coughs> individual, and then down to the the pointy hat that seems to be sharking along the crowd with. <laughs> ah yes, uh, gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, a moment, please. I'll be taking more hires in a moment. How may I help you, master? Yes, I'm terribly so. Oh, lady. so sorry, my lady. <laughs> and how may I help you, you today? The truth. Um. Lord Theodoric Fathomfast, I'd like to speak with your head uh, foreman. Well, you are in luck, sir, for we do have uh, one of your family's contacts in residence at the moment. Wonderful. Yes. Back from wintering in Daggerford. <clears throat> I believe it traveled up with your uncle. Ah, well. Well, so I will... But he turns to what looks like a page boy and says, Do let the master, master coinful know that he has a guest. <coughs> and uh, he begins taking... <laughs> he takes down... That's better roll really well. A few, um, a few more names, and soon the page boy comes up. Uh... He bends down to get whispered in his ear, the reedy-looking man. Uh, he will see you. Please lead them up to Coinful's office, he tells the page boy. You are allowed into the well-appointed uh, Red Shield Coster Guild Hall. Uh, the Merchant Guild uh, seems to be a bit ostentatious. Uh, there is uh, marbling and gilding on banisters in here. Uh, the walls are a uh, a crimson color, a few shades lighter than, say, blood, but uh, everywhere you see the insignia of the Red Shield Coster on plaques and Is that, that sort C-O-S-T-E-R? Yes. Okay. And so, uh, you are led up to... <sighs> if you weren't certain, you would say that this was perhaps the resting or reclining room of some great sultanate. Uh, there are uh, no desks. There is a small area on a marble pedestal where uh, there is a gleaming golden scale. Uh, and reclining among uh, several large pillows um, and dressed very finely is a rotund tiefling with crimson skin, dark black uh, hair, and nails with a, a sort of square beard well-oiled and hanging on his face. The other noticeable feature of this ostentatiously dressed tiefling is that his horns are actually adorned in various rings and bangles with golden and silver chains hanging between them. He offers a wide, sharp smile, lifts himself from the uh, seating area gracefully, his arms flowing out into a wide wild gesture, uh, the robes flowing uh, as he does so, and says, I don't believe we've had the pleasure. I am the Master Coinful, the leader of this humble establishment. Well, Master Coinful, your reputation precedes you, even though I have not had the pleasure. And, and you, my dear scion of the Fathomfast House, long have we had a wondrous alliance together. I and you've brought friends. Yes, yes. Oh, this, yes. This is Mistress Boywin? 
Chowen Mernig Fitchbatter. Charmed. An astoundingly mm, delicious name. No doubt meant for the books. Myths and legends, yes? I'm sure. And you! Um, I... I'd know and want. Master Coinfall? Coinfall. Yes. And how might I assist you today, gentlemen? Well, and lady? <laughs> I understand that such things would normally, of course, be below your notice. But... Oh, I certainly hope not. You see, my father once told me that I shan't climb so high that I'd be unable to sweep the floor. That's how you get the people to respect you. <laughs> I'm sure your father was a very wise man. A wise man. A wise man indeed. I'm sorry, what's beneath my notice? I'm looking around for the broom. <laughs> he does not have a broom in here. Well, <laughs> we need to travel north. And simple enough matter, we require a wagon, a brace of draft animals, and a few riding beasts. Oh, marvelous! We'll pay, of course. A trade caravan. The Fathom Fast is ready to move goods. And how far north are we going? He says, kind of sauntering over to an ornate globe. Snowshear, my good friend. Snowshear, snowshear. North of... Did he just... What? Did he just interpret that as the Fathom Fest? I am yes. not under any requirement to disabuse him of his notions. Snowshear. He spins the globe a bit. This is why you're not with us. Looks know, at it. Uh, pulls a small jeweler's microscope from his... Uh, jeweler's glass from his <clears throat> side pouch. Whereabouts is Snowshear? The spine of the world. Is there much trade there? Higher than Mirabar, it doesn't seem to stand for much profit well, to be made. Master Coinful. Yes? It goes without saying, of course, that the Fathom Fast can trust your discretion. Oh, my discretion is beyond reproach. Mm. So, <laughs> so I have always. And he kind of puts his hand in front of his lips and blushes a bit. You'd think it's an affectation. That's fine. But... He's good, that's fine. And what should I be discreet about, young scion of the well, Fathom Fast House? It's fallen to me because of my own foolishness to settle a matter of personal honor. Oh, to be foolish is to be young, of course. The Fathom Fast name is ever important. We are steadfast allies. But in order to mm. fulfill this and... Avoid the further ire of my august grandfather? Oh, yes, yes. The venerable and honorable Lord Oswald Fathomfast. The very same. A very cunning man in matters of business and in taking care of his own home. I admire him greatly. I wish to tell you this. At some point, we shall have to sit down together and enumerate his many fine qualities. I would die for an opportunity to do such. <laughs> in order to ensure my place in his continued good graces, though, oh, yes. I must make haste to Snowshear, and I require conveyance. Make a deception check. I can't help with deception. 
Norwin's eyes are nervously moving from one to the other, to one to the other, to one to the other. Uh, 20. But of course. Now then, you said you needed a caravan. A, no. A cart. A wagon. A wagon. A brace of draft horses. A brace of draft horses. And... Well, I should certainly appreciate a riding beast for myself. The riding horse. Well, I didn't. I didn't take any money from anybody for any individual amount. I understand so. that. All right. Well, it just so happens that Amnesty Farms owes the Red Shield Coster a bit of a debt, mm-hmm. and while I may not have the animals you desire on the grounds, and I am yet awaiting. The first caravan from Neverwinter. This should arrive in 310 days. Is that beyond your window? I'm not certain that my grandfather's good graces will extend that far. No, of course. So, to Amnesty Farm it will be. There was a horse. A workhorse with the demeanor of a warhorse. Unruly selfish. Doesn't take to instruction well. Its name is Forgeheart. Is the strongest draft horse I've ever seen. If you tame it, it is yours for the remainder of the trip, gratis. An unruly horse cannot pull one of the Red Shield Costa's wagons. Of course not. Do this, and it is yours. As for the rest, I shall send you again to the farm. They should have the horses you need there, though I believe they're more accustomed to plows than riders. Well, perhaps we'll see if we can't convince Forgeheart to bear me, and we'll use the plow horses to draw the wagon. I was thinking the very same. So, allow me to write write up this particular writ for you, young Theodoric Fathomfast, Master Fathomfast. Forgive my breach of protocol. Well, uh, we are. Our, our causes are intertwined. Oh, yes. Quite closely Kids, intertwined. You must, you must call me Theo. And I shall. Theo? Yes. Then let's keep it at that. Theo and I shall be coinful. For you ever on. Very good. Very good. I do so enjoy pet names. We are going to be fast friends, you and I. He says and maneuvers over to a uh, side table where he begins scribbling up a bit of writ. Now, this time of year, horses do go for a premium. Understood. While they often sell their horses for three times the normal limit. Mm -hmm. I shall ensure that you pay not a penny over one and a half times. Brilliant. Excellent. Very good. Of course, bartering with them is going to be upon your very capable shoulders. I'm certain the three of you, (coughs) handsome-looking folk, are going to be more than capable of talking down some farmer wardens. And just to dot the... Yes, I think everything is in order now. I have no doubt. And he puts the Red Shield Coster wax stamp on it, and hands the folded papers over to you. Theo. My thanks for your time. Well, of course. And do 
tell the Lord Fathomfast himself that I am ever his willing servant. I shall make certain he knows that very thing. When you returned from your journey to Snowshear, was it? Yes. When you return from Snowshear, we shall have tea. Nothing would please me more. Mm. I assure you, I am of a like mind. Filchbatter? Fantastic. It was a pleasure meeting you. <coughs> yeah, it was something, says Nerwin. Well, my friends, let us away. This man has other important business to deal with. Oh, yes, how droll. But do, do, uh, retain your honor. Good luck. <laughs> and he ushers you out the door. Now, while that is occurring... out the yeah. door. <laughs> <laughs> you did very well. Uh, so, basically, uh, the rest of you guys, we're talking knock, we're talking mags, and we're talking Salise. Uh, what are home, you three doing? And you're still a lord of water, dude. Um, Watching an artist craft the masterpiece. So we need winter gear, mm-hmm. food, and we need food. Tent, probably. I mean, yeah. The wagon with two draft horses can hold five thousand pounds without being slowed down. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did the math. <laughs> Very good. Um, so, that being said, uh, you do have other gear to acquire. Um, yeah. So we're going to so, start with that checklist. I'm going to try and... Not quite as many going for winter gear. Okay. Yeah, well, There's yeah, a couple adventurers here and there, but their, their contracts take them far and wide. Horses, something that everyone's just going to go run for. Uh, but the winter gear, maybe provisions are going to be a little harder to yeah. come by. But... Well, the, the winter gear. I figure if we can get a little bit yep. to get us started, and then once we get away from the city, it might be a little cheaper. Yep. As far as Lise is concerned, everything is a little cheaper away from the city. Oh, outside of Waterdeep, yeah. No, taxing is weird. <laughs> Normally, the the uh, Lord's city, Alliance men's will come by and take tax once a season, <laughs> but this is like a weekly tax on every household. So, um, all right, so. Uh, the three of you are heading to attend to the other kind of cold weather gear, that sort of thing? Sure. Yes. All right. So let's go ahead. And, uh, the... Nevermon. Um, yes. You're right. I apologize. I have... Um, Nevermon is still standing there buffering. Yes. It's just outside the Argonaut. House. Spinning. Spinning yeah. around. <laughs> you leave him alone, Hadrian! Um, oh, they're gone. <laughs> and I think he's naked. Uh-oh. So before we get there, I will share with the others that I think that we can His probably... His still there. They're just five We can more. probably go for something that, like, as long as it's decent quality, like, materials, doesn't have to be in the best shape. I can... It's definitely Ooh, good. Ooh, clever. Clever, clever, clever. 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 good that Certain we went in separate groups. Yes, and... That was one of them. Because she would never tolerate what I'm doing, and I'm uh, certainly not tolerating what she's doing. Wait, you're telling me someone else has already uh-huh. worn this? Yes. That's ludicrous. Yes. It's probably got... Well, there are several clothing stores. Uh, there is a rugged outdoorsman travel uh, group uh, that you have gone to. Um, it does seem to be a, a huntsman's kind of paradise. 
uh, almost selling the idea of the noble explorer to the Water Davian society. Um, when you walk through, there are taxidermied animals <laughs> on the walls, and uh, that makes me a little sad. I uh, they, you know, they're they're really good at side eye. They're <laughs> oh, yeah, super, super good, and they are. And in a moment, once the bell chimes above your door. There is a mustachioed and largely mutton-chopped halfling that steps forward. Uh, a brilliant white shirt. Guidance, right? Yes, you may. I'm give yep. myself guidance before I go in. Lord, please help me stop myself from killing this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this little bastard. But he is oh, wearing Lord, a white, um, <laughs> a white overshirt uh, with a uh, a very clean blue vest. And what looks like workman's <coughs> trousers. Uh, he has some pins in his lips and uh, a measuring tape at his hip. But he walks over. Welcome, welcome. All right, we have an outdoorsman's emporium here, and I'm happy to assist you. I'm Helmsley, and I personally have gone out into the woods myself and hunted all these animals. So if you need any help, uh, just tell me what the game is, and I'll outfit you, I'll dress you, and I'll make sure you're provisioned. How's that sound? First time out in the wild, then. Not this fellow here. Not this fellow at all, I bet. Um, yeah, you got a tail, so you're not a dragonborn. Uh, alright, yeah, no, great to meet you all. Uh, right, so, what are we looking for, folk? So, we have a bit of a long trek ahead of us. Of course. And um, we are not entirely sure what we're going to encounter, but we are going far north. Well. So we'll need some cold weather gear as well. Right, right. How far north are we talking? We're talking... Far snowshare. Snowshare, snowshare. Doesn't ring a bell. Might want to go see the Cartographer's Guild. Get yourself a map. Alright, so I don't know Put it. It's outside my range. And I've ranged far and wide. <coughs> Mirabar. Mirabar, Armory of the North. Yeah, it's going to be real rough. A lot of drama going on there. What's going on in Mirabar? Oh, yeah, no. They have uh, some sort of uprising with their king. A the, uh, bit of trouble over there with them giants what appeared outside the city some time ago. Good to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they decided to drop themselves off of the Lord's Alliance list. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, there was some orc attacks. Lord's Alliance didn't have the troops to send themselves up. So they said, what good are you? You know, kick them out. Why in the world would they want to stay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, nod, smile. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, you know that they're in some economic trouble, too. I don't know anything about that part of the world. Oh my you god! Sound like such well, I'm well traveled. I am, and I know about. Uh, are you hunting any particular game, <laughs> or do you need uh, trail rations for the whole trip? You're doing some hunting on the some, way out. We need some trail rations for the whole. All trip. All right, that's We're no problem. I got salted meat, beef jerky, yeah, be the bear jerky. You eat bear. Oh, bears are good meat. Bear makes a great jerky. Do you, there's, there's no chance for bears. I'll get a small. Really I'll get a small that. piece. I'll get a small piece. Yeah. Anything all you guys want? You want the winter gear? You're gonna need a map. I don't have a map. That's okay. All right. That's a good tip, though. Uh, yeah. No problem. No problem. Uh, Mirabar. Yeah. It's uh economic woes. Gauntle Grim. They're becoming the new armory of the North. 
Wow. Yeah, great stuff. If they ever find out the secret to ever brighten shit, ah, Mirabar's, pardon my French ladies, I'm sorry about that, rough and tumble, used to the trail, you know, we speak a bit different out there. All right, give me a sec. And he goes into the back, leaving you kind of uh, to your own devices for a few moments. I'll wander around and look. Oh, there are animals uh, in unnatural positions. Um, you can see some of the stitching on a particularly large ursine. Uh, looks like a dire bear that fills up the back of the hall. Uh, he is rampant and in a I'm going to murder you position. <laughs> but um, you can almost see where they've had to stretch and maneuver him into that position. More likely it was grazing or lying down when the killing blow was given um, but looks fierce, uh, certainly. Um, the bone plating along the shoulders and the back speak to a, uh, a powerful animal, um, that was perhaps taken by surprise. Um, everything is presented in a very, uh, machismo kind of way. Um, so, uh, but he comes back, uh, a small, uh, couple of pieces of brown dried meat. They see his bay. All right. And he hands it out to the four of you. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Nebuman looks at it and hands you his knock. I look at it and hand it over to her. <laughs> and uh, so the uh, you get three pieces of bear jerky, uh, Salise. <laughs> but uh, after a little bit, he does assemble a, a... So how many people, how many days for provisioning? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You remembering that one? Yeah. Very I good. Think so. Two, four, six. six seven. Yeah, yeah, okay. you got it. All right, and how many dice? Ask Mirabar to the spine of the world, so. So you're talking about 20 dice, maybe 30 a travel? Yeah. So you need seven for 30, then? Thereabouts. Right, that's if you're not supplementing yourself with some hunting. Now, I got great hunting weapons. <laughs> I, I look over at you. Hunting? I, I don't need you to provide me food. I can provide myself food. No, you helping provide us food. Oh. Sure. Okay. So that's what I like to hear. Supplementing with hunting. All right, my lizard folk friend. Is there any type of weapon that you require? Any sort of snares, traps? Oh, your teeth and claws, great. Teeth and claws, great. Absolutely. Might ruin the pelt though. You're going to want to make an entrance wound, the smallest one you can. I've got arrows just for it. He eats them. Of course he does, of course he does. And a great choice there. Nothing like a little bit of trail game. Makes you strong, I bet. Shiny scales. All right. So he moves a little bit further away from Knock <laughs> as he walks over. And uh, you are able... Uh, Helmsley does provide you at cost. Um, normal player's handbook cost. Uh, 30 times 7, 210 yes. days of trail rations. Does that jive with our... That's 105 gold. That's more than we had budgeted, yeah? Yeah. I don't think we need the whole... Uh, that's what we were talking about. Yeah, but... Well, he huffs, sits back in a chair, pulls out his pipe. Alright, so how much do you have budgeted? Well... I think, didn't we start with maybe a week? 
seven for seven. Yeah. Alright, that's forty nine. So you're looking at a well ten day. That's right, we have ten days here. Sorry about that. Where I'm from, <laughs> it's a seven day calendar. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> some kind of freak. <laughs> it's a ten day, so you're talking seven for ten. That's seventy go. Uh seventy day, so we're talking about forty five go. That within your budget. Is that within our budget? <coughs> uh, what, what is our budget? Do we know? How much gold do you guys have? All right, let's do that real quick. I, I have 80 gold. We all pushed in a certain amount. Yeah, the, but I don't remember. For the outfitting, um, right? Nevermon has 166. No, I think all we put, people put money in specifically for were the horses and cart. Yep, he has right. 166. Okay. So, so um, put in the money that you feel is appropriate for the supplies and then collect it from us okay. after. To be honest, 105 gold is not really that much if you want to split it up amongst the party. Right. Because 105 gold divided right. by... And I will allow seven. you all to do that now so that there's not some weird math later. Well, let's get the winter gear and stuff as well. Yep. We uh, that's up. another outfit. So you're looking at be... 105 for provisions the whole way, uh, which means that you will not have to slow down... <laughs> I don't think any of you are outlanders. Are you an outlander? Uh... No. Okay. Which means that's you don't have to slow down to hunt. For food, yeah, right? For food. But then I also, we also want to get some winter gear. Winter gear will give you advantage on uh, the endurance checks that you might need in winter mm -hmm. climbs uh, and disadvantage in summer climbs, okay? So um, just to, to let you know if you're thinking about wearing your fun fuzzy cloaks around town mm -hmm. uh, when the, the weather breaks. Okay. All right, so Damn let me... And just remember, like... <laughs> And I will, like, you know, when I talk to him about the winter stuff, I'll be like, wow, this stuff is really, really great. And so, like, and, you know, have any, like, a little more worn. It's like, I'm like, you've been fantastic, and, and you're so well-traveled, and you've given us some great information. I Make really a persuasion check that. or a deception check, however you're playing it. Persuasion with my guy. Please, God, give me the strength to <laughs> butter this guy up so I can get a better deal. That's a 15. 15? Yep. Well, I can see this is your first trip together. It, it, it really is. All right. Well, yeah, I might have some. I don't know what I'll say. So. Well, we would, I mean, assuming we live through this. Now, they are a bit moth-eaten. I left it over in the storeroom too long. It's a bit moldy, a bit moth-eaten, but, but it's good. warm. It's and good it quality. Like it's good. Yeah, it seems to be uh, wolf pelt, uh, the capes. Uh, do, um, an yeah. Check, yeah, go right ahead. Um, that's a 17. All right, you are totally uh, assured that he is not dicking you over. He would rather sell you the good stuff. Yeah. Now it gets a little breezy through some of these hoes. But you, you hunker down a bit, it'll serve you well. It's got another like trip or two in it. Yeah, no, it, it, it is. These have seen better days. I'll, I'll, um, I'll definitely, I mean, I, I know it's going to, I'm going to have to put some time in with the needle. They are each, instead of the two gold that normal travelers clothes will give you, they are winter gear clothing, one gold each. Okay. You're writing things down. Yeah. I, mean, I don't have to. So you have spent 16 gold each total so far. That's okay. not too bad, though, no. especially for, like, all of the rations. And we each have our kits, which have our basic right. yeah. stuff. Yeah. Pencil or something over here? Um, I'll just write down Nevermont's. And can you, um, 
since he is does seem to be being on the up and up with us and gave us some good advice, can we write down his name so we can come back to him? His mm-hmm. name is Helmsley. Helmsley the Hunter. That's right. And he runs Dire Wares. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Of course he does. Um, A seaward staple for the outgoing noble huntsman. Uh, blankets? Yep. Yep. Uh, that. Uh, you should already be including that. Roll yep. Oh, okay. Bed rolls and stuff should be in your travelers right. or explorers kits or that sort of thing. I think they all come with it. Um, Not the diplomat's kit, but I just yeah. bought another kit. So. That's totally fine. All right, but he wishes you well and good luck. Up, oh, he stops when. Uh, all these. I'm making his voice back at him. Hmm? All these. All these. Wyvern. Oh, a wyvern then. Oh, that's a bit of a pluck. Yeah, ornery beasts. Yeah, best not get in mating. They're even more aggressive then. Dangerous. Mm. Poison tail. That's the hard part. Like to stay in the air, but here's the thing. Got reach, right? Haven't hunted one myself, but I've known people who have tried. Haven't been able to bring one down. They like to swing by. Long tail comes in like a scythe. Bat! And if it doesn't get you, pumps about oh gallon of poison into you. Yeah? Seizes up your muscles. Drop dead. Straight on the spot. Takes a hardy man not to drop dead, but I've seen it kill... I heard it kill dwarves themselves. <laughs> and they're hardy folk resistant to poison. Right. Yeah, don't hunt one of them. You hear something like that, you run the other way. That's what I say. Anyway. Unless you got yourself a good range weapon. Like a longbow. Give yourself the tactical advantage. See it coming. And then you just string a couple. Bring it right out of the sky if your aim's good enough. Got arrows? I got arrows, absolutely. Now, I got a couple of different ones. Vomit hunting, he goes off a couple of different arrow mm. types. Uh, and he's happy to sell you more arrows. I'll Boxing buy glass. another. Yes, bleach. Of arrows. <laughs> All right, absolutely. And he will sell that to you at cost. They right. seem to be serviceably made. Okay. Arrows. Um, they are nothing special, uh, but they will do the trick. And I guess I'm going to... I have a lantern, so I'm going to get some more oil for Jim. Sure. All uh, right. So the oil is one silver piece per flask. Okay. Uh, the arrows... I'll buy uh, ten. ...are one gold Perfect. for twenty. All right. Yep. So you have ten flasks of oil and uh, twenty more arrows? Yep. All right. There you go. Very good. 16, All right. So... Is there anything else you guys want to do here? Not? Uh, I would like to actually pick up a, another hunting trap. You may. Absolutely. Fishing gear. Yep. And climbing gear. He's happy to sell each and every one of them. Like I said, like most of the stuff in here, this is good for the uh, novice or beginner. It's nothing special, but it has all the trimmings. The What you'd expect from each. Now I've got specialized lures, if you know what you're fishing for. Might be better on certain... Fish, sturgeons, bass, like. No. No problem there. No problem there. 
You let me know if you need anything else, though, sir. Thank you for your patronage. <laughs> a couple more adventurers step into the store during this time. Oh, I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I? You've been fantastic. Thank oh, fantastic. So well, good luck. Well, he's not looking for any past. <laughs> and he uh, moves over. Hey, welcome to, to the Dye of Wares. I'm Helmsley, and I've haunted each and every one of these. <laughs> but, uh... All right. So, uh, oh, it is... Take our stuff and pack it into... Pack so, you kind of each have your arms full with gear. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Celise, you're a, uh, a strong, yeah. uh, sturdy type. So, you've got sacks of provisions hanging uh, four or five large bags. Just kind of hanging off of your pauldrons. Uh, and the rest of you have winter gear in your hands and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And the gear that you've bought. Um, Are you comfortable splitting the cost of that with me? Of what? The weapon. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it would cost us each about 14 million. <coughs> we're not looking for anything more than um, a well-polished basic model and ammo. What are you looking for? We're getting nowhere to light crossbow. Yeah, sure. Uh, but Nerwin I, will donate 10 gold to the cause on that one. Oh, that's true. I keep forgetting he's got money too. He's not like completely helpless. No, right. he's <clears throat> fine. You gave him money. Yeah, no, it's, it's for some reason yeah. I keep thinking he's completely like. No, he'll donate 10 gold to that. All right, that makes it even easier because then you each only have to chip in too. You know what? Let's each chip in three so that there's a, a spot on the to have the name go to Sure. Well, he is looking, his eyes are wide while the uh, the Fletcher does his thing. Uh, he makes sure. He needs to name his crossbow. Every, every great warrior's weapon has a name. Well, the half-elf Fletcher kind of smiles. Uh, it's true. Uh, make sure it's a good one. They'll be singing it uh, in song. And uh, he looks to each of you. And Nerwin kind of, his eyes are wide. He takes on this great burden. Uh, <laughs> Three weeks later, we finally get to leave. Right, exactly. I need time and this focus groups and. Did <sighs> a suggestion then, uh, Rowan? What would you call a crossbow? What would I call a crossbow? If you had it, yeah. Uh, why are you talking like that weird? Sorry. Just gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, wrong. <laughs> You'll get Start there. again. You'll get there. Start again. All right. Wandering accent so, has been slain. <laughs> I found the off switch. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, if uh, if you had to name one, I'm trying. No, he's much closer that time. Though. <laughs> um, if I had to name one, oh, sorry. I, uh... George. George no. the crossbow. No. Uh, Thea? What's that? Freedom. Freedom. This is the first step on your journey to independence. Freedom. Or, yeah. not bad, yeah. but if you wanted to say something about what you mean to do with it, heart seeker, something to that effect... Ooh. It's going to be Freedom Seeker. There you go, my friend. <laughs> Fantastic. And, and the Fletcher nods. This is the same crossbow we uh, we make for the god. It'll serve him true. 
I promise you that. I stand by all my wares. If any damage were to happen to it, make sure you come back to me. I'll fix it right. And he engraves uh, and pours a little bit of uh, a silvering agent into it so that it says Freedom Seeker on the side. And it does cost you both an extra gold That's for that That's particular service. Fine. And Nerwin takes the crossbow and uh, he seems to look down the sight. It's not cocked back or anything. But he feels the heft of it, nods, and sets it at his side. Now, I'm not as skilled with a weapon like that, but any of a number of the folk we're traveling with should know how, to, how it works and will practice with it. Absolutely. You know, uh, if I could just get um, uh, 60 uh, bolts and he. Well, part of the. Cost was, was, was oh yeah absolutely he wants 60 because he, he feels like he needs to practice so he um so uh they he happily outfits Nerwin as you guys are leaving the Fletcher you see uh, uh a few adventurers stepping by uh but also uh your laden uh friends all right do we well, why are we buying why are we buying a wagon if they can carry all of that stuff <laughs> So Lee's particularly seems to be just um, more bag than, than woman at the moment. At well, once it, once it all gets split up amongst us mm -hmm. to a more even carry, you won't ask that question. All right. Um, and so you all are able to come back do we, together. Do we know where, the, where this farm is? Do you know? Yes, it's just outside the city. Yep, Amnesty right. Farms. Just outside the city, as well as so, a place where... Um, light offenders uh, yes. are kept and forced to work. No, no, I'm sorry, we didn't. You passed it on. Because he's got armor, doesn't he? No one wears leather. Armor. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Fine looking leather. Okay. Is there an herbalist here? Absolutely. Yes. Alchemy, uh, herbalism, <coughs> apothecary. At least half dozen, what are you looking for in particular? We should probably have some sort of uh, healing supplies. Poison. And maybe even anti-venom if we can find it. I give them back the, the whole spiel on wyverns that I just heard. You guys heard that? That's what she tells you in that voice. Old drama. Do we have a cart? Antitoxin. We're in our or way. Antitoxin is We just have to go and collect expensive. it. We may, we may not have the funds to uh, afford more than a single dose. Well, let's see how we fare at the farm. Yes. And uh, I will shoulder my share of whatever the supplies are. All right. Uh, it is divvied out amongst you. The weight is um, once you uh, magpie helps you by. Um, you know, perching way, on top of it. Yeah, just did perching you, right on top. Did you cut down on costs by assaulting hobos? <laughs> he says about the clothes. Don't worry. Remember? No, it's fine. It's fine. I fix you clean. It, it looks incredibly warm. So does the fire, but it doesn't mean I want to wear it. <laughs> I think we should be gracious. If we have a minute to spare, I will just stand there for a minute and mend one. She prays over 
uh, your gear. Um, oh, it's, Jesus, uh, please shut this motherfucker up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as she does, you can see the small growths of thread, like roots, beginning to interweave themselves, closing off the holes. And soon it is as if the piece, while still a bit dirty, is whole and hale. Well, that is cleverly done, mistress. And hands it to you. Pow, and now it's clean. In action. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and with a quick precedentation, it looks fresh and clean. <laughs> Alright. So. <laughs> so. Better now. <laughs> we just need to go to the we need to go to the amnesty farm outside of town to collect the wagon and the horses. Okay. Did you we still want to go to an apothecary or the yes. farm first? Apothecary? Okay. Okay, wait. She wants to go to Temple. I would also like to go to a temple, so maybe we can divvy out some of this stuff. We'll make Nevermind carry more, since he's not here to defend himself. And yeah, no, he absolutely does. And, um, you can pile on that I like sword, helping. and you can his sword. Bring <laughs> <laughs> all the bags off. <laughs> Don't you have a Tensor's floating disc? I do. Yeah, well... I, I, will ritual cast, I will ritual cast Tensor's floating disc, but it only lasts ten minutes. Yeah, so, so I was I, thinking since you should guys I tell them that I could just carry all the stuff and then wild shape and I'm fine? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Maybe just let, <laughs> no. them, let them figure no, it out. I'll figure it out. When, so. when we break out. So, the apothecary <laughs> on the way towards the gate closest to the okay. farm is known as yeah, Vials from the Isles. Oh, uh, somebody let him name stuff. <laughs> Vials from the Isles. Uh, the proprietor, uh, <clears throat> the Isles seems to have a, uh, a map... Uh, inlaid on the sign of Lantern. So, it's, uh, it seems like a Lantanese aisle. Uh, so, as you walk in, you uh, see a wizened, bold, but uh, white ear-tufted hair uh, man with a large pair of goggles on his face, gnomish, stepped up on top of a stool, almost resting on his counter. There are <coughs> baubles and vials and alembics and calcifers and mortars and pestles behind him, and it smells like a spice rack exploded in here. But he looks over to you, his nostrils flaring as he smiles. I'll he's, smile back. Why, hello! With all the teeth. Hi. Well, I don't think I've ever seen some sort as you walk through these steps. How may I help you today, my Saurian friend? I'm looking for something for poisons. Oh, you mean to poison somebody? Sure, I'll, that too. I'll have to tell the watch. I'm kidding, of course I don't. No, what, what sort of poison? For the vermin in your life? Uh... The rat, perhaps? Uh, wyvern? No. <laughs> you wish to poison a wyvern? Yes. I've never seen it done nor heard of its success, but I'm willing to, to hear your tale. You will tell me if it succeeds. You'll need a vial of poison, a strong poison. <laughs> that was unintentional. <laughs> And not yet, at all. Not at all, Freudian. And, and yet, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A vial of poison, a vial of poison. A moment, he says, going uh, beneath the counter and starting to uh, to actually uh, rustle. You hear the clanking of glass, and uh, he pops back up. Ah, yes. Is there something that Salisa's left in a reason issue about? Salisa isn't there. She's off at the temple. She's going off at the temple. Meg, Kai, and I are going to the temple. To several temples, actually. And the house. And the house. I have here a wondrous potion of poison, guaranteed to rid your life of something troubling. Now it goes for 250 gold, but that is a small price to pay for the smiting of one's troubles. Don't you agree? Hmm. I don't... I don't think I have that much. Now note the crimson hue. This crimson hue is crafted by a great illusion. Meant to taste, smell, and pull with that sort of tangy smoothness of a potion of healing. That's extra, but it does come at no cost for you. I don't think exactly. I can get the wyvern to drink the potion. <laughs> but you have to be a bit uh, crafty about it. No. He's no, no, no. All right, all right, all right. No, of course not, of course. Well, I can tell you're a discerning gentleman, yes. Do you have something to protect against poison? I have antitoxin. Absolutely, you look like a man with many enemies. And he pulls uh, several vials of antitoxin. I assure you that each of these will do the trick. It'll bolster your resolve. Why, you will be like a dwarf made of steel if you drink this. So, at 50 gold a piece of steel, but if you buy the entire case, four of them, I shall give them to you for 40 each. Now that's a deal, my friend. I'm not certain if you're familiar with a deal, but this is what it is. <laughs> Okay. Oh, I didn't see you there. Have you come into the... Yeah, well, I'm sort of... I'm leaning on the doorframe watching his spiel. His spiel. Oh. Well, you uh, may come in. Closer so that I may see you. Ah! A kinfolk! Not so much, really. Oh, well, that's all right. We can still be friends. It, can I interest you in anything, madam? Oh, I'm just here for the show. Oh, the show is continuing, and I hope it has a wonderfully happy ending for everyone involved. Now, if you want your friends not to die from poison, I assure you that this is the way to go about it. Now, that's 40 each. Now, if you need, I can do the math right now. That's 40, 80, 120, 160 gold. And I'll throw in the case as well. That's a steal. Absolutely. That's a 50 gold value. I'll toss the bag of coins on the counter. 160? Might I? Well, hang on. May I count? Do you mind? I apologize. Well, he pulls out his abacus, <laughs> sets it down, starts going to you the jingling of coins. These are good coin. Yeah. Well, I say. Some, yes. We don't have time. I was going to suggest. Asking if he had a poisonous kit. 
you might get more mileage out of that. You could craft your own antibiotics. I have the herbalist supplies, but we don't have time to to scrounge for the needed materials. If you need these right now, I have set aside 160 gold. You can see that around the counter there. I will swipe this into my purse, and you may take the antitoxin right now. Is that something you would like? I want my people who visit my shop to be ever so happy with their services so that they will have their name, my name, on their lips. Do you have basic healer supplies? I absolutely do. Would you like that? Yes. How much? Well, let me go ahead and just pull it out of the back. It really just depends uh, on what you are looking for. Are we talking an herbalist kit? Or are you talking about a healer's kit? Healer's kit. Ah, yes, yes. No, I do have that. Ah, there are not you... It's a, sign of, it's a sign of troubling times that my healer's kit aren't actually flying off the shelf. The poisonous kits are. Can you imagine such a thing? A world where poisoning has become more important than healing? I cannot believe it. In the Lantern Isles, this has never happened this way. I assure you that. I'll take All right. those healer's kits if you've got a second. I've got a second. I've got a second indeed. Uh, I'll tell you what, if you buy a third, I'll give you ten off of each. They're only five gold. Take the, whole, the deal. Take the deal. The whole price. Three for five. All right. Will you do this? Sure. That's in addition to this antitoxin. <coughs> I'm giving it to you because you're buying in bulk from me. And you will tell people to come visit. Fizzle gizzles. Vials of the aisles. Let me just write that down. Four for seven. I've only got the four. Make a persuasion check. I will give him advantage on it. Very well. Because he seemed in, enthused by the fact that there was another gnome there. No, he, he absolutely is. Lantern is not all of gnomes. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know from Lantern. So. I just realized that just. I got a 20. Ah! Why not? They're not selling. He spits into his hand and he, hand, will, he extends okay. it. Okay. I will well. throw in the seven. Okay. That's All right. So that's four healer's kits and the antitoxin, 167 gold. All right. <laughs> I pull back nine gold. <laughs> and we have a deal. Yes. Very good. And he swipes it into his pouch with one death move of his arm. And he pushes the items towards you. Okay. I'll pick up the box of antitoxin and... We better go collect grab the wagon grab two of the healer's deals. kits and hand What's the other that? two over to you. We better go get that wagon before we come across any more deals. Yes. Um, well, I have to say, thank you very much for I'm visiting Vile of the Isles. I'm just taking. I'm taking two. Okay. So, because anybody can use them. Correct. So. Well, I was gonna suggest that we spread them out. Sure, we can do that. Tell your friends um, about Fizzle Gizzle. Here's a healer's kit. All right. Stop darkening my doorstep. Thank you. <laughs> Our trade has concluded, so I must ask you two away. I am a very busy person. <laughs> ah, everything is flammable! Everything in the shop. Now, even the gnome. You do seem to be an adventuring sort, yes? Even the gnome. I have some rare items from Lantern coming in very shortly. Perhaps when you return, you will give your friend Fizzlegill a bit of a look. Of course, Fizzlegill. I would be. Fizzlegizzle. Fizzle. You just said fizzle gill. Fizzle gizzle. 
Fizzle Gizzle. Fizzle Gizzle? Gizzle, yes. Fizzle Gizzle. Gizzle. The second time, just now, he said Fizzle Gill. I. It doesn't matter. Perhaps I did, but it is Fizzle Gizzle. I assure well, I'm you. sure that he said his name correctly. Yeah, well, uh, perhaps. <laughs> but yes, no, no, no. Do, do, away, away with you. <clears throat> and uh, I guess you guys uh, is worn off. You guys <laughs> do end up meeting up once again. It does seem like Nock is particularly happy. A couple of healers kits uh, upon Roywin and Nock, and he seems to be setting aside very carefully, very gingerly into his side pack, a uh, set of vials. Well, I'm passing one of the healer's kits on to, um, Fair enough. to Theo. And I think the other one should probably go to Celise. Is that all right? Uh, Celise has healing abilities, so maybe somebody who doesn't have healing abilities. Nevermon would be happy to carry one if that's what you need. Nerwin. Ooh, Nerwin. yes, Nerwin. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, would you be so kind as to go over this with me? Of course. We will. All right. Um... Uh, all right. Apparently yeah. Apparently, requires no trinity to use. So he, it, he it, sets it there, uh, wipes the sweat from his brow. It probably is a little robot. In are, right? we, uh, are we getting a, a wagon now? Yes, that's our next stop. Great. Yes. We need to we need to go to Amnesty Farms just outside town, pick up the wagon, the draft animals, and my noble steed. Well. Well. <laughs> given the description, let's not get too. Amnesty Farms is at the edge of what is effectively known as the Field District. The Field District district is kind of a group of shanty towns that people who are too poor to live in the city live in. Now, there are several several guards outside today because there is a wagon train of adventurers traveling through and going this way and that. And it's one of the ways to keep the peace. Uh, Adventurers smell like money. And the field district smells like desperation. Um, but they are they are happy to escort you to a certain distance past the field district. But you do see hungry, cold people off to the side just watching as you uh, parade through. Um, some of them are children. It's just the reality of being in Waterdeep. Um, Gonna go to the temple, so we can let them do yeah, that. We don't, we don't do that part. That's no problem. We'll go to Amnesty and then back to the temple. Okay. All right. All right. So we would have said then meet us at the gate closest to where we're going to depart from at such and such a time. All right. So Absolutely. it has been. All right. Nice. But um, you actually see a uh, a half orc leaning uh, in his farmer's clothing, uh, leaning against the fence as you approach. Um, he seems to be chewing on a. A long strand of hay. Um, oh, no, I didn't hear what was... Sorry. Sorry. And he uh, watches his, uh, his jade eyebrow kind of lifting on a thick brow. He has kind of that uh, strong orcish chin. He definitely favors the orcish side of the parents where... Uh, Theo definitely seems to favor a little bit more of his human heritage. But he juts his chin out, leans a bit further. Well, welcome, gentlemen, to Amnesty Farm. Why does that look doing that? <laughs> Thought she was uh, your child. I apologize, ma'am. Uh, so, uh, what can I do for you? Well, we are here he having spits. Having spoken with Master Coinful. Uh-huh. And 
You uh, from the Red Shield Coster then? He looks you up and down. The Red Shield Coster is in fact allied with my house, yes. And what house was that? Fathomfast. You're Theodoric Fathomfast. I certainly hope so. He's just wearing his underwear. Uh -huh. This is not close. I wondered what a rarefied half-orc would look like. Oh, I may uh, wonder no more. Well, sir, I'm happy to do business with you, seeing as how you represent both one of the great houses of Waterdeep and the Red Shield Coster. May I, uh, may I inquire as to what you are after this fine Certainly. afternoon? I am here to retrieve a wagon, mm -hmm. two draft horses, uh -huh. and one forge heart. <laughs> You, uh, you're taking Forge Heart. Yes. Yeah, all right. All right, we'll see. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he opens the uh, the door for you. Uh, this kind of uh, swinging uh, fence door. Uh, if y'all follow me then. If, if we could. Um, could we have a look at the draft animals in the wagon before he breaks his neck? <laughs> well, I, uh, <laughs> I suppose that would be prudent, little miss. Let's, uh, let's take ourselves a walk. I have the utmost faith in you to be able to talk your way through any situation we find ourselves in. Just had the wheels replaced before the frost set in, so she'll serve mighty fine. Uh, axle cracked last time. Probably a flawed design, so you're going to want to go easy over certain bumps. Watch it, all right? I, I go over it. I, I but he takes you to the side. Uh, it is a uh, wagon. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll your land vehicles? Wait, Intelligence is what you're trying to do here. Alright, it is a serviceable wagon. Uh, with several draft horses, you're looking at a maximum load on this wagon about 5,000 pounds, uh, which is what you were thinking. However, he is right. The axles are a little thin uh, for this size. So uh, there runs a danger of them snapping again if they are not well coddled on certain large bumps. All right. Um. May I see the... Uh, thank you very much, Master Fathomfast. What's it like in Sea Ward? He says idly as he cracks um, open the. Uh... Very pleasant. I'm coming to understand much more pleasant than most people seem to enjoy. Hmm. I'm sure that's the truth. I'm sorry, uh, Master. We have not had the favor of your name. Murgus. Murgus. Just Murgus. I, uh. Sort of a head farmer and a warden of this here estate and these lands. Um, they send me some of the ne'er-do-wells need to pay off their debt, and I put them to good use. We'll work the sin off of them. Alright. Yeah, everything seems to be in order here. Uh, wagon to your liking? Yeah, I don't suppose you've got a, a spare axle cut for this. We do, actually. We uh, anticipate that this was going to happen again at some point. Uh, you know what? 
we don't have the wagon, we don't need the axle. So I'll just put that in there with it. Alright, I appreciate that. Alright, you seem to know your wagons. You were looking at all the, <clears throat> the right spots, so I won't belabor I, you with telling you how to to, to tack one to the horse and such. Alright. Well, draft horses, uh, more for plowing, but they'll do. They've been trained on, on wagon riding. Uh, the plan isn't to ride them into battle. The plan is to use them to get where we're going with our supplies intact. They'll be plenty fine, but they spook around predators. All right? They ain't never been trained for that. <laughs> <laughs> now, any any wagoner worth their salt be able to calm an animal like that. But I'm just telling you like it is. I hate to... Get a scent of wolf and then see all your hard-earned spoils or whatnot go riding off without you. All right. Luckily, the axle's likely to break and it won't go very far. Uh, they'll have a hell of a time dragging it, but as soon as uh, all them goods fall out, they will. <laughs> so he uh, he does bring out some um, middle-aged horses. They've definitely pulled their fair a uh, uh, bit of tack in the day. Uh, so, uh, one's charcoal and one's a chestnut brown, about the okay. same size. Well, I'll go over them make sure that they yep. seem like they're... Uh, if you have animal handling, I now's the time. I don't have animal handling. Does I'll anybody? check them out. All right, go for it. But they're trying to step on you. I assume that that's a favorite. Right. Fourteen. These are serviceable animals. They okay. probably have another six or seven years in them. Okay. That out the wagon and the draft horses were going to be 19 apiece, but right. now I don't know what the. Uh... Well, he looks over oh, to a uh, a kind of rust red colored brown uh, barn. The paint's chipping <laughs> off, uh, but it's a fairly large barn. Uh, the doors are barred from the outside, and you hear kind of a uh, muffled snort that's uh, loud and uh, very. Uh, angry. Uh, uh, so, about 133. Mm -hmm. uh, does that seem to jive with what he's asking? Yep, exactly. Uh, that's fine. Yep. That's the money I collected from everybody, so... And it says here that we are paying mm -hmm. off the debt to the Red Shield Coster with your acquirance of Forge Heart. Correct. Right then. Uh, it's a five gold stabling fee if you can't take them off my hands right now. Understood. <laughs> Ha! <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't the deal. Alright, so, so, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just runs off. There you go, he's not on your hands anymore. I'm guessing, yeah, that's how we get our enemies. We yeah. come back and he's and organized bandits over. and, like... Forge Art has quite the, the reputation the among my hands. Yeah, uh, they never been broke, broke a few of my hands. Oh, no. You understand? He has warhorse blood. Draft horse, warhorse. <laughs> it's all around his mouth. You can see. Could have been a hell of a work horse if it listened. Gotcha. You were a trained rider. Yes. Right. Right. Well, I'm gonna open it. All right. While he's doing that, mm -hmm. I'm going to. He may not even be fully. He's gonna from one of his pouches. He's gonna produce an owl feather. Mm-hmm. And. Invoke Grey Owl. Sure. Because animal handling runs off of wisdom. Yeah. 
There is a sort of shriek in the wind, dull and echoing. Subtle, but you can hear it as he holds the owl feather in his hand. And you can feel a certain kinship with living things, a sort of understanding of how things are going to mesh and flow. Um, When he opens the barn, you see it. It is a powerful draft horse, standing standing head and shoulders above the others that you've uh, found. Uh, bulkier, too, with strong, lean muscle. He has a mottled gray coat and an ash-black mane and tail. He tromps out and does a quick run across the place, seeming to test the high fences for a moment before its yeah. brown eyes turn uh, almost suspiciously towards all this of you. If this goes badly, you need to tell my grandfather that I deserve it. Who's the one that's grandfather's carrier than Nerwin's father? I've always found him so, but I've never heard Nerwin. Nerwin gets to tell him. That, that's not a horse. He's joking. That's, that's not a horse. Of course it's a horse. It's a demon. It's not a demon. <laughs> Maybe it's a Modron. I it snorts and <laughs> shakes its head. <laughs> no fire. All right. I will cautiously, mm-hmm. and as is appropriate, <clears throat> because I know a little bit about everything now. Yeah, you are a jack of all trades. I always sure. thought I did. I just never. Uh, does any is anyone trained in animal handling would like <clears throat> to give some pointers or perhaps impart advantage for doing so? Uh, a second try. Certainly, <laughs> I will. Give him some ideas of how to handle the thing once he gets on uh, it. And so he, how to he approach gives you it. a couple of uh, different tips, uh, including about going up with a gift of food, uh, approaching calmly and quietly, uh, and not showing fear or anxiety or anything like that. Yes. So he, he imparts that and gives you advantage. Okay. Uh, I believe you also have the owl's wisdom yes. for the uh, the case, but uh, why don't you go and make an animal handling check? Norwin. Yes. I suggest you move over to there. Oh, no, I'm going to go outside. Don't open that fence yet, says Murgus. 22 total. Well, Nerwin goes behind you guys, standing mostly behind you. Ah, knock. Ah. God, I hope he doesn't die, (laughs) says uh, Nerwin. uh, We're on the same page, then. You see Theo, his hand extended. Uh, There is a certain... Uh, nervousness or anxiousness from the horse. It's obvious that it hasn't been well socialized. It tends to walk closer against the fence as Theo approaches, keeping one eye on him. Uh, as Theo lifts up a gift of a an apple, um, it takes note, but it's still another five minutes before it allows Theo to cautiously approach. But approach it does. And the horse does take a bite. Now, Mergus, off to the... Wait, let's clarify that. Takes a bite off of your face. (laughs) No, off of the apple. Uh, And Mergus seems to look a little bit impressed by that. Closest anyone's ever gotten. Wait, he's going to screw it up because he's going to try and go immediately from first steps to master writer. Oh. Right, <laughs> He's like standing in the saddle. <laughs> Mergus does seem to uh, whistle to a couple of his hands. 
while you're doing this, talk a little bit, and uh, they bring a worn leather saddle uh, to the side of the fence. Now, there's a good fellow. You've been trapped at this farm for too long. We need to get you out on the road, work off some of that energy. <sighs> it nuzzles into your hand again, uh, the apple having been well and truly dispatched, uh, and then stiffs down your side towards your pouches. Okay, I'll give him something else. Sure. And uh, going in, you have some dried fruits, uh, and it handily eats that as well. You can feel the power of this animal. It's... Um, chest rising and falling with each hot breath it takes, uh, the steam from his lips uh, kind of drifting into the air with every uh, thick exhale. Uh, one more animal handling check. Um, while he's doing that... Advantage gonna, again, of course. Still. I'm going to step a little closer. I'm not trying to interrupt what he's doing, mm -hmm. but I want to be within 30 feet. Yep. And I'm readying um, reduce. Firebolt. <laughs> no, readying reduce. Sure. If the horse flips out, I am going to reduce the horse. <laughs> and then it runs <laughs> right through the fence and leaves. Good. Uh, tw 20 this time. Quiet as anything. It actually walks away from the fence and seems to walk very slowly around you. Okay. Uh, doing what seems to be anxious circles, but including you in that motion. Okay. Um, very good. Very it good. It might take several days of constant work with a proficient animal handler to socialize this animal, but these are important first steps. It may not take a rider until that period is over. That's fine. But... It does allow you, eventually, to put a bit in its mouth, especially after you smear a bit of honey on it. And with that, you have no, a bit of a I'm leather lead. Smearing honey on the horse. Um, <laughs> but you have the leather lead in your hand, and Mergus whistles quietly, as if watching a work of art happen. Thank you, Nook. You're welcome. Actually, I suppose I should check. I may be doing you a disservice. In the, in many cultures, when people are working closely together, they sometimes abbreviate their names. Is that acceptable to you? If not, I'll be happy to call you Nakraeen all the time. Nakraeen. Very well. Thank you, Nakraeen. And so, uh, three of you... <laughs> And you know you did it on Theo! Norris picks you up and rides Well, off. that's not funny. Ah! <laughs> uh, so. Depends on your perspective. Mergus uh, hands you the saddle. It's, uh, it seems like sure too far today. Uh, but you have done very, very well. And uh, it seems as though Forgeheart is more than willing to follow you, but does blanch when any of your party members get too close. All right, um, so I've thrown in the tack, got the wagon ready for you. Uh, you're willing to set up the, the horses, that sort of thing, yourself? Sure. Or would you like my stable hands to go ahead and give you a... We can do that. All right. You mind if I send a few of my newer folk to, to watch how it's done? Sure. I'm not expecting you to teach them, just show them the basic principles. Sure thing. 
All right, well, I appreciate that. And uh, hope you make a good name for yourself out there, Theo. Well, thank you, Master Marcus. Theo, I'm sorry. We don't do much in the name of uh, uh, heirs around here. Lord or not, we call them by whatever. That's quite all right. Uh, Master Fathomfast, you're not one of my wards, and I won't treat you as such. Um, at the risk of being transgressive, uh, Warden, I was Please wondering if, if you might allow me to stand you and your men um, the cost of a round of drinks. Well, I would uh, much appreciate that, as long as you allow me to buy you one as well. I wasn't expecting Forge Heart to be leaving us. I have a use of a barn back. Well, I suspect, and perhaps someday I'll learn the truth of it, that Master Coinful was looking to... Mm -hmm. Have a bit of fun and, and resolve the debt. Yeah, that coin foe, he's a uh, funny folk. But uh, money spends, money spends just fine. Yes, uh, yes, it does. I'll be listening for uh, tales of your exploits. It'll mean a lot to us if you do well. Well, thank you for that. We're making friends. We're making God damn it, no one told me I had to make friends. <laughs> but... No one says, that was amazing. Um, I'm going to stay a bit away from... Probably a good idea. Uh, your demon. From what uh, Nakrain is not a demon. Nor is Nakrain. That's so, a nightmare. I know what a nightmare looks like, and that's it. Now, Norway, would a nightmare no. be flying around in circles like that? <laughs> Snorting fire and carrying riders into the abyss. Sparks from the tools. <laughs> A really good deal then. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah, that'd be amazing. Uh, but uh, wagon tact, uh, you have a very serviceable wagon. Um, so until you spend a few days socializing and going over things with this animal, there is a difficulty increase of plus five on all animal handling checks with Forge Heart. Okay. He will follow you, but he won't do much in the way of work or wear a saddle. The, the bit was as far as you could get today. <coughs> um, honestly, farther than I expected. But. Well, you rolled, you rolled like, 220s, yeah. 20s. Yeah, it was well, I also made great. sure I had advantage on the rolls. Which yeah, no, no, not at all. Um, so, that is done. You have the wagons. You have the horses. You've got the gear. We're going we got to go collect the temple. The temple. temple yep. All right. So, you're heading to the the Holy Hands house? Mm -hmm. The place well, where... Going, we're going to go together wherever we go. All right, yeah, absolutely. Uh, which which god are you supplicating to? Or she's going. She has to go to the god of chance. The god of chance. Timora. Yes, Timora. Well, uh, I have my notes. Antios. Antios. Yes. Uh, well, there's a um, a temple maiden here who is happy to move over. She is wearing what seems to be a lavender and white getup. Uh, gold uh, filigree along the sides and that sort of thing. A little bit of a hem work there that's uh, definitely speaks to good fortune. And the holy symbol, uh, a gold coin with a smiling face on the front, is on her uh, is resting very prominently on her uh, breast. Uh, so she does move over uh, once you arrive and uh, gives you a smile. Welcome, fortune seekers. Is there anything I may be able to help you with today? I am Sister Melora. Sister Melora. Yes. 
So the wagon and the horses meet with your approval. May I speak to Antius and his horse? That was... Uh, yes, you may. You are very fortunate for his supplications for the day have just ended. Your timing is, well... Maybe it is a good thing to Fairly be. fortuitous, yes. And she smiles, our uh, bows, and steps away from you, uh, moves deeper into the temple, disappears uh, into it, and then comes back. Uh, Antios, right uh, his uh, sandy brown hair, uh, uh, well coiffed, uh, seems to walk across the halls, his fine boots uh, echoing amongst the high arches and the, uh, the steeple work here, and he smiles. Ah, uh, yes. I know you. I know you. <laughs> How's your brother? Well, Everything turned out actually, fine? That raises a good Everything question, turned out fine. Brain. And Sindarin didn't bore you to death? Didn't bore me. All right, great. That's for Finn, but should something happen to you, is there someone... Is there something I can to? help you with? No. Uh, <clears throat> gentle ladies? I'm standing behind... I'm well, that's playing the backup role again. Unfortunate. Standing behind... Uh, sure. No one Marky to care Marky. whether you live or die? We're Gonna be leaving the city. I didn't city. say that. Oh, are you? For True. good. No. Oh, good. No one because will require notification whether you. This is uh, yes. Three times Wittishins. and Melora. Her eyes widen, and looks over at you. I take out the coin. Keep it with you. That's important. All right. So, uh, perhaps a benediction for safe travel. A benediction. All right, I will benedict for safe travel. Of course, there is a small donation, and I can give you a benediction. All right, I take out a coin. Whatever you're willing to pay. I'll take out a gold coin. I've got a few left. Oh. And I'll do a little bit of sleight of hand. Make a sleight of hand check. Manipulation with it. Probably not necessarily here, but if we're anywhere near water, I should be able to find some kind of aid or at least contacts. Yeah. Uh, I'll sleight of hand. Where are my skills? I'm going to say. I, uh... Oh, not terrible. 15. I have a pretty good... Thymora, give this fine... More or less Kenku a bit of your chance, of uh, a bit of your favor, if it is right for you to do so. Is he doing a skill? Uh, what uh, do you mean? No, never mind. And to make sure that all goes well on this very important this journey... And he whispers a few words of prayer. As the coin hits his hand, you may take an inspiration. Okay. He snatches it out of the air, does a uh, very, um, some might say pretentious bow, uh, low enough that his forehead almost hits his knee, and then he snaps back up. And I want to hear all about it when you return. When I return. Absolutely. Good fortune follows you. <laughs> I'd like to talk to you about a great many things, but now's not the time. You will come see me. I will. All right, I take that as a very solemn promise between two very like-minded individuals. <laughs> is that all right? That, that is all right. All right, great. I would very much like that. And uh, uh, good travels to you as well, <laughs> stony iron lady. I crack a smile. All right, maybe not all stone. She didn't say it was hers. Someone was smiling. She cracked them. <laughs> Where can I buy healing potion? 
we have some here. We do. Um, he looks over at Melora. I'm going to do it. Don't do it. I'm going to. Don't. What are you doing? You see, Lord Sindarin gave us quite a bit of a, a boon because of our friend Magpie here. And she did just ask for a benediction. Don't. It's full cost. Yeah, but is it? <laughs> Three times Wittishins. She rolls her eyes and walks away. That means yes, he says to you. That means yes. That means yes. All right, you want a healing potion then? <coughs> Very well. Tell you what. Give me a, a moment. stitch desperate measures. <laughs> Tell you what. 20 gold and I'll give you one. Not all right? All right. A deal at any price. Just make it back safe. And uh, he goes to the back. So not for I have to admit ignorance about such things, but it's still you in there when you take on those. And comes back with a uh, well-draped yes, vial. Uh, there is a sort of um, steel but glistening cage and uh, lattice work around the bottle. Can I make an insight check? Just to make sure he's not. Mm -hmm. It is, after all, the Temple of Pains. Yeah. Could be a potion of poison. Who knows? No, no, not. <laughs> they taste um, like healing potions, apparently. That is a Well, that's hard. Uh, yeah, it seems, seems on the up and up. And he I hands it to you. I found a healing Thank you, Magpie. I'm certain <laughs> fortunes will bring us together again. Thank you. Keep that coin close. That's not for spending. All right, good. On you go. Fortune favors the bolt. And so you do. Now, or is there anything else you'd the like to do, Salise? Well, I've gone to the other temple. Yep. All right. He is said fortune favors the bolt, and I said or yep. sometimes the second one through the door. And we were going to look for a map, maybe real quick. Oh, yeah, a cartographer's map. So your, your friend <laughs> is not in at the moment. He is actually doing um, uh, mass out in the, uh, the field district. Okay. Uh, but there are several acolytes um, to the uh, the Horn God that are here, and they are they have been told about you. They know you by name when you enter, yeah. and they attend to you. Is there anything you'd like to pass on? Um, no, I'm also looking for healing potions, basically. Well, they're happy <laughs> to sell it to you at forty gold. It Can is barter for some. They're giving you a 10 gold discount because of who you are. Right. Yep. But I was thinking if I could barter for some of the actual healing. Now? Yeah. Do we have anybody in need? In other words, she heals somebody for them and they give her a potion. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Um, okay. They are more than willing to lead you towards uh, some of the faithful that have uh, suffered some accidents either late last night or early this morning that they have not been able to heal yet. Anybody who's diseased in particular? Sure, absolutely. So they, that's a little bit of a heftier lift. That's right. There are there are certain members of the poorer districts that do come here uh, begging for healing. They don't always receive it, mm -hmm. but the brothers do what they can. Mm -hmm. uh, so you are able to heal uh, to the point where um, mark off your spells, <laughs> mark off your paladin healing ability. If you're willing to use all of that today, they will give you a healing potion for your efforts. One healing potion for three cured diseases? 
Correct. That's fifty gold. If they have another and they're willing to do it, I have I have forty left. Uh, they'd be happy to, to sell you another for 40, yeah? <clears throat> what are you going to live on, my dear dreams? I have silver. The several days of provisions that I'm carrying around. <laughs> okay. Um, All right. So, three disease for the day. Mm-hmm. And then you said also the uh, cure wounds. Mm-hmm. So, you do find yourself, finally, stopping by a cartographer. Now, it is getting very close to the time when you are supposed to meet with the others, after all is said and done here. Um, but, the cartographer is there. Um, Did a hunter dude recommend a cartographer to us? No. No, okay, I didn't think so. All right. So, so the guild in Waterdeep is... Uh, a resplendent place, uh, a circular domed building. There is on the glass ceiling above a uh, accurate, apparently according to them, map stained into the glass of the entirety of the Sword Coast. Okay, I cannot help it. I am a country bumpkin. I look impressed. I'm yep. just like. But there I'm are sheaves yeah, of like, scrolls Whoa. that seem to be um, annotated by location, uh, and then. Uh, proximity to major settlements, and then by size, there are also uh, topographical maps as well. Okay. Um, but a bookish-looking um, human uh, with a tied-back silver bun uh, seems to walk over to you. Uh, her glasses are modeled in the si- in the style of a sextant, okay. actually, on one side. I'm going to give myself a guidance. As I go in, but also just be like. She holds a few scroll tubes in her arms as she walks over. Uh, she seems busy, but not so busy that she doesn't stop to walk over. Is someone helping you yet? We we just got here. This place is amazing. Yes, I've I'm sure. Is there something I can help you with? We're um we're looking for a map to the spine of the world. Spine of the world. Very good. Sheer, I don't. I don't know how hard that is to find. Sheer. What is the name of it? Snowshare. Snowshare. She thinks for a moment. I'm certain I do not know, but we do have maps of the spine of the world. Pardon me, and I shall inquire about. Is it a settlement, Snowshare? A geographical location? A settlement, I believe. Settlement. Very well. Please await me here. Thank I shall you so return. Much. This is <coughs> wow. And she heads upwards. Um, after a few moments, more like 10, 15 minutes, uh, she is able to come back down with uh, four or five uh, maps detailing Mirabar, the spine of the world, and areas around it. Okay. I have the location, but not the settlement. Snowshear. Okay. Um, <coughs> might I suggest that you may be able to find a more detailed and accurate uh, finding of this location in Mirabar. A closer city would like have the settlements around it. But I do have maps to get you there. Okay. Um, Are there any alternatives to Mirabar up there? I've heard that that politically there's some unrest. Um, I look a little country bumpkin, but not too... Well... 
there are several settlements on the way up. Um, the trading post, more than a village, of Red Lodge is upon the way. It's your traveling up the long road, I assume. It is yeah. the easiest path from here to there. Um, Mirabar trade caravans go through there all the time. Uh, political unrest, yes, I believe there have been some whispers of that coming down. Uh, but um, I try not to pay attention to all that. Uh, there is a sister cartography uh, shop in Mirabar that I believe would have what you want. Uh, Aside from that, you're looking at the Lurkwood, and the largest settlement besides Mirabar would be the Gauntal Grim. Uh, but they don't much care for outsiders in Gauntal Grim. Okay. It's a dwarven settlement, more of a fortress, really. And so, like, kind of looking at everything. And she shows you where yeah, everything is. Yeah. Where everything is. It looks like Red Larch is mostly on the way. Mostly, yes. Okay. Yeah, it is, in fact, a crossroads town. Alright. Um, up the long road. Yes, that's probably... That seems most likely. I'm not certain they have a cartographer's in Red Lodge. It's more of a stop trading caravans and the like. If you find yourself heading off the Tribor Trail, you may wish to visit Yata, which is along the Deserin River, Beside the Sword of Mountains. Whatever map you sell us, can you mark these things for us? I can sell you a map that has Yarta, Gontelgrim, Mirabar, and the Spine of the World. That's fairly large settlements and uh, well documented as well. That'd be amazing. All right. Well, uh, not unused to travel, but I don't usually have a map. Well, uh, with the case, uh, this particular map, which is the most. Um, Detailed, we'll set you back thirty gold. She frowns at your long. hand wringing and pushes her glasses back up. That, that's with your notations and and everything. That will have notations and everything. I can sell you a wax ceiling for it. <coughs> You'll have to reapply each time you open it, of course. Okay. Very well, that will also run you a gold for five uses of the wax ceiling. Can I haggle a purchase a little? Can you? I don't know, can I? <laughs> That's how we got kicked out of the... Uh, there was... Next thing we know... botches it. They're just freaking crucified outside the Cartographer's <laughs> Guild with sextants. That would be a 17 plus 3 for the guidance plus... How did this happen? Persuasion. So 25. I... I can see that you're going to need help, says the uh, cartographer. I look very innocently Yes. Very well. You are heading to Mirabar directly. If we have to, yes. Then you will save me a trip. We're in need of a courier heading to Mirabar. So if we're on good business, are we allowed to take other... They didn't say anything about anything. Excellent! They didn't tell us no, we're going to say yes. Okay. 
Very good. You will go to the Sextant's Pinnacle in Mirabar. It's on the surface section of the city. You will have a parcel to deliver. I will be needing your names, of course. And the names of someone that can verify your identities within Waterdeep. <coughs> okay. Ale slush. Lord Wand. <laughs> Understand. And this is not due to untrustworthiness, but rather to gain a further understanding of each other. That if you do not deliver this parcel within 60, well, 610 day, that we will assume. How much? 30. Okay. That we will assume <laughs> that you have made off with said parcel, and a sizable bounty will be put upon your heads. And she takes the parcel. I swear on my gods. Mm-hmm. I swear on the green that I will do my very best. And if the parcel does not arrive, it is because I am waylaid or dead. Or because nobody else might have wanted to do it. Her eyes glaze over okay. a bit as you uh, <laughs> uh, pray your, your prayer. And she reaches down, lifts up the parcel. Your payment will be in advance this once. And shall be this map. Excellent. You still must pay me the gold for the wax seal. <coughs> he takes it. A sizable bounty. It must arrive. Write this down. I need to make sure you're literate. Sextant's pinnacle. Very good. Did somebody... Can you get back to her in her own voice? Did you write it Good. down in your book? I did. Okay. And what's her name? Who is sending me? Yep. Um, Zelen. Okay. Cartographer Zelen. Safe okay. travels. And thank you. And you are... Uh, about five minutes late for your meeting time. Forget it, they're dead. Let's they're dead, we must proceed onwards. Uh, actually, we'll probably wind up at around the same time because I realize there's one more thing I need yes. to do. Yes, what would you like to do? Second. Yep. Um, I need to go find um, uh, Sure. He is indeed in the seaward. Um, uh, you do find him at the guard post. <coughs> He and a um, rather like human are having uh, drinks when you are let in by the uh, okay. the guards here at the guard post in Seaward. Um, and they are laughing. Uh, Evercleft uh, seems to be the name of the captain, according to the placard on his desk. Uh, that name came up before. That's his captain. Yep. Yeah. What? But Ale Slosh does look over his shoulder. Uh, family here to see uh, Officer Ale Slosh. Oh, I apologize, Captain Everclaps. No, of course. Please, do return. 
and we'll continue our uh, conversation. <laughs> no, of course. Family is a priority for us here. <coughs> On you go, then. It's a pleasure to meet you, Miss. Miss Roywin. Yes, you've you've spoken about her at length. Ah, indeed, Captain. No, I understand. He gives uh, Elslash a knowing look, winks. I've a sister myself, and takes a seat. Well, Elslash joins you out in the hall. Um, Roywin. Yes. I give him a bag with thirty gold in it. Well, he takes the coin. I can't uh, accept this today. What? You are ranging farther than any filth batter. Uh, we're Mernigs. Mernigs. Filch batter's your other name, yeah. Mernigs. I have the family. You take care of this yourself. This is the last of my coin. I still have enough and leave supplies for the journey. You don't know what's <coughs> going to happen on a journey. Life in Waterdeep can be that. routine. Take this coin for any surprise instances that may occur. Please. Oh my gosh, what is that? Make a persuasion check with disadvantage. <laughs> he has a sister. Uh, a deception, I apologize. Deception. That's an 11. I'm sorry, with disadvantage? That's an 11. Take this. Roywin, Mernig, Filchbatter. I take a step back. Roywin, I swear. I take another step back. Roywin. I take another step back. Sir. No, 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 I didn't bring you in with me. You were with us with the wagon. I you know, just I just said I gotta run it. I said I just gotta run it Okay, for a never mind. Roywin. I'm not having you take that money back. Roywin, <laughs> use this money to hire a messenger to ensure that we always know how you are. We will worry otherwise. <laughs> do back. this, do this for me. Take another step back. Roywin, I swear, you are, me. you're making Holy me look God. poor in front of my colleagues. It's not for you. I swear, Rowan, if you die out there, I will bring you back simply to throw this at you. Okay. He flinches. He crushes the coin. Into one large ball. <clears throat> Rowan. You'll be missed. Arcade lock. You paid in my ass. <laughs> This is why I snuck money into the family coffers before I left without telling anyone. And then she comes running out. You actually hear uh, a muffled, you pain in my ass. She comes running out, hops up into the wagon. <laughs> Shall we go meet the others? Sure. Any other close friends and relations you need to say goodbye to? Uh, no. I'm sure. assuming based on the response, they must know you. We've met once. <laughs> But uh, you actually meet at about the same time. Uh, a little late for the meeting, but it seems like your fellow friends are as well. Uh, Nerwin is sitting in the back of the wagon uh, with um, Roywin actually uh, guiding to uh, serviceable draft horses. And uh, it looks like a large, monstrous draft horse, a, a worker's horse beside it that... Um, pursued by some sort of beast. With about a 10-foot... Trail 
trapped behind the wagon. Uh, it seems as though uh, Theodoric is guiding this beast of a monster towards. Uh, it's not a monster. It's a monster. <laughs> it's been. It's in the monster manual five, but it's not a monster. <laughs> so, um, but it seems as though the team has all acquired wow. goods. Nebamon, who had been quietly following behind, uh, steps up into the back of the wagon. Um, and by the time all is said and done, it is 3.30 in the afternoon about. So about a half till four bell. Well, the road waits. Oh, we might be able to get about two or three hours before before night falls full, hmm? says Nerwin, looking perhaps <coughs> wistfully back at Waterdeep. As you pass through the gates. Well, I've never left the city. No one. I didn't either. There's something you need to remember, my friend. Nothing changes people's memories like success. You're right. We can't fail. We can't fail. Or we most definitely <laughs> are capable of it. No one. <laughs> We're doing what we want to. That's it. We may not survive, but we won't fail. We are. We're freedom seekers. You know, it's what we'll find out here, one way or another. Next day. My god, this sucks. <laughs> Forget it, I'm going to join that ship that my uncle told me about. Good luck. Can I take your monster with you? <laughs> On the boat. <laughs> but, you travel forth. Uh, up the long road. Uh, and away into the evening. You do get about three hours... We want murdered by bandits now. Wait, what? <laughs> you do get about three hours. I told you uh, I'd get them here on time. Yeah, no shit, right? <laughs> That's a close Kill one. Kill that one twice. He's got a big mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> plot twist. But, um, you do follow yourselves out, uh, making a fair bit of, a fair bit of travel, about ten miles out of the city today. Um, push hard with enough vim and vigor to, to make it that far on fresh horses. <coughs> Old, but but mostly traveled. Uh, finding yourself at a reasonably well-populated way shrine with several other uh, new adventurers uh, about you. Um, it seems to be a place that is filled with light music, uh, people setting up campfires, and tacking their oh, horses geez. to the hitches here. I'm looking for him. Uh, you do not see a certain <coughs> black and red dragonborn. Um, but there is what seems to be a uh, crew of dwarves here uh, chanting low, sonorous uh, songs about their homes and their lineages and dwarven. Um, the other group does seem to be entirely human and very green at this. Uh, it takes them several uh, tries to set up their fire and uh, their camps. They do have the mark of Waterdavian citizens uh, and the look about them, too, with new armor and they gear pushers They're for definitely uh, hounds. <coughs> uh, you saw hounds. them within the hall, in passing. If it doesn't interrupt our ability to get our camp set, mm -hmm. I will go and help them get their no, it is actually very well appreciated, and uh, you do see that um, one of the humans, a fair-faced young woman, 
uh, named Eliza, uh, shares that she is the daughter of a cobbler that um, joined up with these adventuring folk. Um, seems that there's been bandits up near Yarder, and they're going to investigate for the hound. Uh, they're not houndsmen themselves. This is their first year. And they really appreciate your help with the fire. It's the only way they're going to cook their stew. <laughs> they intend to hunt the entire way there, so the journey will be doubled for them. It does seem like they got a brace of conies uh, their first day, so... Uh, they're happy to share their stew with you, if you'd like. Yeah, between the dry rations sure, that you sure. pitch in and the stew, you actually have a rather quiet I am, evening. I am fond of the idea of establishing camaraderie between um, like-minded groups. Well, Nerwin gets to talk about his new crossbow with what seems to be the archer of their group. Um, and you have yourselves a relatively restful evening at this trading post for your first night. Um, I will uh, actually yeah. set up both of the hunting traps overnight. Absolutely, if you would... And I will make sure to announce myself to the rest of the group and say, don't walk off in that direction in the middle of the night. Uh, well, uh, several of the dwarfs, thank you for your foresight. Uh, you know, I get up two or three times in the middle of the night just to drain things out, and I'll make sure not to step gingerly or not in that direction. You're setting traps? Are you going to sit close to each other? Not that close. If you'd like to make a survival check... Probably not. You can find some uh, pathways for trail game okay. and the like, and uh, your survival The scary thing will. is the dwarf wasn't actually talking about urinating, he just has an obsession with emptying things. So. <laughs> Don't worry, I found a very fancy vial that I was able to, to oh empty God. out from you. <laughs> the drain out, right on the ground. <laughs> oh, I know, you may keep the bottle. <laughs> what you? Very good. No, you're fairly certain that um, with these uh, trail animals being most uh, uh, active during the uh, the times of dawn and dusk, that perhaps for breakfast you may have uh, okay. some food. Um, I'm going to take the time to mend I don't suppose you have a pastry trap. I'm going to set alarm on the wagon. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I Very good. Trees. Uh, so... Uh, Celise sits down, uh, takes day. your your foul weather gear, your winter gear, and utilizing uh, divine natural magics, uh, she is able to breathe life and... Uh, <laughs> They're alive now! They're alive now! They have opinions! <laughs> she is able to breathe a new life to these this uh, moldering gear. Uh, a few of the people from the camp actually watch as she... Uh, she does this trick again and again. It seems like, well, it is magic to them. A miracle. Um, and one of the dwarfs says, he'll pay you a pretty price if you fix his smithing hammer. Sure. All right. <laughs> I can. Oh, yeah, no, it's in two large pieces. And he pays you two gold for the service. Excellent. You may mark that down. By he seems way. impressed. Uh, like the day my father forged it. How much gold did we spend total? Like, how much is taken uh, out from the group? I think it was 17 each. Uh, it was... 18 each. 19 16 and 19, so... 35. 35. Ah, okay. Now, whereabouts are you headed? Says the leader of the dwarves. 
uh, auburn-haired man, uh, stout but short, even for a dwarf. I want to ask him about the dwarven stronghold. Uh, which one? The one up north. Gauntlegrim or yeah. Mirabar? Yes. If he knows anything about Mirabar, but also Gontelgrim. Aye, aye, aye. Gontelgrim. Uh, the sort of fort where uh, it's been lost, returned. Have you heard the canticle of Gontelgrim? No, we don't know anything about it. Three weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> then he looks to the rest of the dwarves. And they set a sort of baseline. And he begins. And in common, recites the canto. Uh, takes three weeks to tell it in Dwarvish in common. It's only like 25 minutes. Do I know this story? Um, make it. Yeah. That is 22. All right. So, yes, actually, you know the long and complex and sometimes contradictory history of Gontelgrims. Now, the humans have one story, but for dwarves, Gontelgrim is an ancient place, first delved as a mine in the earliest days of old Delzuon. And uh, all sorts of myths persist about the great mithril doors of the city. Uh, but at its start, Gontelgrim was simply a mine. Uh, you know, they, as dwarves are like to do in these tales, they delve too deeply. Uh, and they discovered the presence of a great being of flame, sealed the mines, and left. Uh, only later, when humans begged the Delzuin dwarves to build one, was there ever a city in Gauntelgrim. Uh, you know, it arose because at this time, the dwarves did succeed in harnessing the primal power of fire in the depths, thus creating the great forge that made this city possible. Well, that's just how the story goes. Um, so basically... Uh, despite all the quests undertaken by adventurers down the centuries, none have ever found the ancient city until the ghosts of Gauntelgrim's former denizens began calling to living dwarves to seek out the city. And some did, or tried anyway. Uh, shortly thereafter, the Orc Wars began anew. The dwarves were forced out of the city. Uh, this began a cycle of orcs pushing them out, dwarves reclaiming it, orcs pushing them out. And that happened for hundreds of years. Uh, it has been reclaimed gradually as the orcs were pushed back and the dwarven city was secured anew. The devils began to recall their promises to their ancestors. When the war ended, King Bruinor, a uh, battlehammer of Mithril Hall, promised to lead the dwarves to Gontelgrim, reclaim it for the dwarves of the north. Uh, the north. So the fierce fighting drove the creatures out one final time, and Bruinor claimed the victory. So. Uh, he was proclaimed, Bruinor was proclaimed the second king of Gauntlegrim uh, before his death, uh, when dear uh, when dear Emerus Warcrown passed on, the original king. Alright, uh, so, uh, he sings the song, uh, <coughs> Silver halls and mithril doors, stone walls to seal the cavern, grander sights than e'er before, in smithy mine and tavern. Toil hard in endless night. In toast, O oh, lift your flagon. You'll need a drink to keep ye right at forge that bakes the dragon. Come, Delzoun, come one and all. Rush to grab your kin and tell them that 
their home awaits, and grand is gone to grim. And, ah, uh, that is the call, the canticle of Gauntlegrim calling the dwarves back home to their reclaimed city. It's not a place for uh, outsiders or folk. Uh, the domain around is being kept by well, a touchy sort of dwarf, and this is coming from a dwarf. But Gontelgrim stands, the great forges roar anew, and so the armory of the north that was Mirabar has a contender now. Fine works, Amithril, come from Gontelgrim. Perhaps the finest ever produced by dwarf. It's a new golden age in Gontelgrim. Are you headed there? He says quizzically and almost a little worriedly. Not directly, but if we do have to go there, it's nice to know a little bit about where we might end up. It'll go easier for you if a dwarf lord or such proclaims you friend. Dwarf friend gives you a token of his esteem. Otherwise, you'll be turned away at the gates. Sorry to say, he says looking up your, up and down your group. Yeah, or worse. He <clears throat> says, lingering on Theodoric for a bit. Yep. <clears throat> Grudges last a long time in dwarven years. Anything else you might like to know? Not so much. Uh, he goes into his family lineage uh, back oh, six generations when his family did settle in Mirabar. And that's where his family's from. Mirabar. Yep. Eventually, his family moved north, uh, south. They lingered in, war in Neverwinter. The great catastrophe happened in Neverwinter where half of it burned down and they moved to Waterdeep after that. So Does his family's have, been there in two generations. Does he still have a kid up in Mirabar? Because we are more, we are more likely to go through Mirabar than Gothenburg. Aye, aye. Uh, the Stonehalls. Yeah, you find yourself in Stonehall land. Uh, we took his name. Yeah, well, he writes a, a, a hurried scrawl in Dwarven. Uh, tells them of your great ability as a magical mender. I... Watch out for this one. She cheats. <laughs> what, what does it say? Yeah, I was going to say. I, I oh, he seals it with uh, a wax seal before you get a chance to read it. Want to ruin the and he hands it to you. Well, it was encrypted Yes. Yeah. Kill these people for us. We really need to move up the ranks. <laughs> but um, if you don't mind just handing that over, and perhaps uh, my fair cousins in Stonehole, We'll, uh, we'll find you... You know, it is three levels deep in Mirabar. There's the human city, where I think you'll be most at home. All of you. Uh, oh. It's Laird. Mirabar is a Laird city. Oh, you've never been. No. Well, this will be a treat for you, then. Uh, our paths diverge. We're heading Yarter Way ourselves. But, follow up past Red Larch. Keep going up the long road, and you'll figure out why it's called that. Um, but the surface city, mostly human types, a bit of dwarves, gnomish, you know, for flavoring and to help trade. 
between the layers. It's almost like two different cities. A great city of dwarves uh, is layered beneath, and that's where the mines and the great forges of Mirabar are found, as well as the secret of Everbright. Yes. Now, Everbright, you heard of it. I've heard it in passing, but it was unclear what it was. Everbright is a secret alchemical mixture guarded close by the dwarven forge uh, forgers of uh, of Mirabar. The Mirren dwarves is what you'll call them when you get there. The dwarves are the Mirren. The humans and the like are Mirabarin. That's the, the proper enunciation for that. Um, I repeat it back to him. Yeah, exactly that. Uh, Everbright, an alchemical mixture. You'll never need to polish your weapon again, and it will resist rust. Uh, they test the potency of the Everbright with rust monsters. So, you don't want your gear to rust, you buy good Everbright steel from Mirabar. Proud of it, worth every gold coin and its fine dwarven work. But uh, you talk well into the night. Sure. Uh, get some rest. Uh, there, the caravans here, or the the different uh, adventurers, do set watches as well. And uh, all of you, the the sixteen or so that are here at this trade, uh, this uh, this sort of uh, traveling shrine area, um, tend to split up the watch. Is now a good time for you to figure out watches for the rest of your uh, your travels. I Probably is. I'm human and have no dark vision. And I'll just write that down just so I know what I'm your... oh, you are. have no so, interest Derek, in writing. I was going to ask, um, as a point of retcon, we have also purchased a water collector. A what? Water collector. A water collector? Yeah. Uh, there was none available here. Usually okay. you find those more in uh, rugged climbs mm. where the water has been spoiled or something like that. You have fresh rivers and snow here okay. to to help fill your uh, your skins for now. Okay. Or some sort of. All right. So who's got dark vision? Water collectors work a lot in the humidity uh, and the sure rain. You can visit a cooper and get a barrel. Okay. Because with no. seven of us no. and three horses, we're going to need I have dark vision. Like yeah. Yeah, in. absolutely. You can visit a cooper and find yourself a barrel. Okay. Uh, willing to sell it to you for five silver. Fourteen hundred. Just uh, make sure you write that down that you yes, have a barrel. Yeah. Well, there are seven of us. We can do three watches of two, four hours long. Yes, you should do that. I will sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be happy to go wherever, if you'd like. They called it a nice crossbow. I appreciate it. It's you a good a bow. Lesson? Um. I haven't fired it yet. I'm kind of itching to, but I'm, I'm told we're that I have to... We're how he does with Carrigan, then we're thinking about giving him the string. <laughs> In the morning. All right. I appreciate that. I first guess... Two I would love to take first watch with you, Magpie. Middle watch? Sure. He doesn't have dark vision. Oh, I thought I... you said you did have dark vision. No. All right. Why don't we do... Um... Yeah, so. First watch then is. First watch. Maggie and Nerwin. Magpie, Nerwin. You got it. Second. Second watch then would be Theo and. Uh, 
the dark. Roy one. Third watch then would be Nebamon and would that be all the rest? Oh, you know what? We have one extra. We have one extra. Yeah. Why don't we put an extra one in the middle watch? Nebumon can see in the dark. Nebumon uh, so can see in the dark, I believe. Yeah, well, at the very least, he has regular tiefling dark vision. Uh, he is an Azamar. I will watch. check. Or oh, Asimar, I'm sorry. Asimar. He is an Asimar. An Azimar. I mean, I suppose we could. Do we want to put somebody with. That's a good point. Do we want to put someone with Dark Vision on each watch? To... That's the usual. Could we should attempt to, yes. Alright. Oh, that's alright. I'll go wherever. So, first watch is? I would prefer first or second. How about this? Nerwin. Nerwin will be our rotating. Each night he'll stand a different watch, in addition to the regular watch, and that way he can learn from each of us. Oh, that sounds fantastic. That sounds fine to me. Alright, so... Um, That's an excellent suggestion, Theo. Thank you. first? Okay. Magpie first, not Kareem. Okay, so Magpie and somebody with dark vision. Mm, no. So hold off on Nakreen. Well, who has dark vision? You're kind of pulling on that. Oh, no, you don't. Um, uh, Theodoric does. Magpie okay, so, and Theodoric. Okay. If I must. All right, second okay, watch. So Maggie and Theo, then. Roy win. Um, Roy and Nakreen. Nak. Oh. Kreen. Yes? Issue? No, it's fine. Nebamon and... <laughs> yes, it's fine. Roywin wandered off in the middle of the night. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> no, <laughs> I was contemplating putting no Nebamon on middle watch of me on last watch with uh, Celise. Mm. Um, but, no, it's fine. So I have Nebamon and Celise on third. Yep. With a uh, <laughs> rotating uh, Theodoric. No one. Uh, sorry, Nerwin. Sorry. Uh, and which one tonight? How about he uh, stands with us tonight? Alright, first watch. Magpie, Theodoric, and Nerwin. Okay. I figure if I have a wild shape left, I can wild shape. Sure. During sure. my watch. And you were joined by Eliza and else. the singer of the Canticle sure. for the watch. <clears throat> What's that? You are joined in first watch by the Eliza and the singer of the Canticle. Everyone seems to take a nice position out, and they do uh, remind each other, don't walk in that direction. And steer clear of that horse. Steer clear of that horse is steering clear of all of them. It's uh, off the beaten path a bit. All right, so. Before I head for bed. Yes. Um, I asked. You wake up, I'm Theo sitting there in the morning with uh, your horse because he fell yeah, you're asking my traps. Theo, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to try something. I have a, I have a certain gift for talking with animals. All right, do you have a gift for understanding what they're saying? Well, that's not my <laughs> 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 I can 
trying the experiment. You gonna go speak with Forgehart? <laughs> yeah, I won't go too close because he's, you know, not used to me. But I figure deal comes with might be a little. Well, um, are you giving her the go ahead to try and speak with Forgehart? Sure. All right. Well, you whisper uh, to equine great spirits to impart knowledge to you. And you're grabbing a couple of carrots? Yeah. Okay. And Forge Hart's nose, uh, his nostrils flare upon his long muzzle. His eyes focus on you. And what are you saying as you approach? He seems to pull back against his reins a bit as you move closer. <coughs> he is hitched fairly well. But you actually see the, uh, the bow of the tree that he's hitched to bend. Easy. Oh, Easy. Yeah, I don't go. I'm not like trying to just walk Shut up. Shut up, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, the no, great Forge like, Heart massacre happened that day. I'm not trying to like walk up to him or anything, um, but just be like, mm-hmm. great. Oh, you know, oh, great a horse. You know, like, oh, great horse. Oh, great horse. You know. Uh, well, there'll be no living with you him know, now. Welcome, you know, to our. You know what? It's revenge for that fucking horse on uh, um, Fridays. Assured you, you know, rest assured. We'll do a little best care for you. Make a persuasion check. Can I give myself guidance? You may. Okay, I'm going to clean. Please, horse spirits, please don't make this horse murder me. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, awkward. But did the horse spirits make it murder you, or did you make it murder you? No, they did not. That is 24. It listens. You can see its uh, ears kind of swiveling in your direction. Uh, Its tail flits behind it, and it cants its head to the side quizzically as a a sort of din of understanding enters into its eyes. And take a bite of the carrot. It looks at the carrot, looks (laughs) over at you. Bitch is eating my carrot. Are you taunting me with that? Oh, not at all. I'm proving to you that it's tasty and... I know what it is. (laughs) Leave it for me. Yes. Okay. I set it down on the ground where he could reach it. Back. Mm -hmm. Step back. I do. And it moves forward. Goes down. Picks it up and crunches upon it. Dropped it just out of reach of his... No, no, I didn't. Stop. I know it is delicious. And it is. It says, its teeth crunching into it. Would you like another? How are you so sophisticated as to speak my tongue? <laughs> it says, this is strange. Unnatural coming from your small face and your pathetic teeth. <laughs> I am the knight of the green. As if I know what this is. Oh. Knights of the Green. What is green? Green is the world of nature, animals, trees. Oh, the uncivilized world. <laughs> it spits. You see the horse spit rear back a bit. This horse is amazing. I was raised among nobility. My father fought. 
battles. Excellent. It won civilization with hoof and with teeth. Excellent. And it <laughs> chews against the carrot. I look over at Theodoric. That's a good reason you guys To one. put me to a pasture. I tried to show them that I was made for war. They would not listen, and so I broke them. Yeah, you did. You have an amazing reputation. My father told me tales of the savagery of these types. It looks to him. Oh. They are great warriors, savage. Soon I will see its true metal. Steel and fire and screams and blood. This is what I was made for. I know not of green. I know only of pain. And I am an artist. I draw in broad strokes. Would you like another carrot, artist? Put it down before me. <laughs> I walk up and I extend the carrot. It is right that you treat me with this tribute. And he chews upon the carrot. <laughs> you may just, stay. You me? may witness what I am about to paint upon this canvas you call the green. Just me is he kind of murdering that carrot? <laughs> he is <laughs> chewing it with vim. Vim and vigor. This is why my people... It seems to be... Its chest is rising and falling with what seems to be an elevated heart rate. Uh, the breath comes from him. It seems to be getting angrier and angrier, but is accepting it. You may pet my muzzle and feel greatness if you wish. I would love to. Then do so. Well, I'll have to remember that line. <laughs> you may pet my muzzle and feel greatness. I am not wish. sure what a knight of the Lord green Lord. will do, but you have strong fingers. <laughs> He nuzzles fully into her touch. Even though he still seems pissed. Like, he is pissed off and enjoying oh, a scritch. Yeah. Tell him I wish to witness his abandon and his fury. While you are speaking. I, I do have some fury with me, but I'm afraid I've left my abandon back in the <laughs> Theodoric. Yes, Silies. Your new warhorse would love to witness your abandon and your fury. It looks over he at you. A huh. great and has a great and majestic lineage. Well, of yes. Carnage. So I was told. Hey, you know it's fantastic. <clears throat> I've got like three hours, so I have to be on watch. <laughs> it whinnies a bit. <laughs> And uh, you do get some looks from the group. You guys think you can stop yelling at the horse? We will speak again. Yes. Good. It is a sallow and tiny thing, this voice. But it is not unpleasant. Jesus Christ, she's going to steal your war horse when she gets time, when she looks that. Oh, no, I don't want his war horse. <laughs> He can have his horse. It will paint with pain. <laughs> Look, I, I don't really want to do this, but the horse has certain expectations. I will. I will. I will, uh, I will I wish do him, that. I will wish him a night of good rest in preparation for 
battle, the battles to come. It narrows its eyes at you. <laughs> Show me what a knight of the green is, and I will consider you worthy of speaking my language. Impress me. <laughs> he looks over at the group. Gonna murder these people. Find the weakest, bloody him. No. However. He shakes his mane and steps back. However. They will keep trying to ride you until they do. However. This is my experience. You will see when we encounter enemies. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I give him one more carrot. He Just takes the carrot. And seems <laughs> I am through speaking now. I almost as you wish, and I dismiss the magic. And uh, Salish moves over, having fed three uh, carrots to your angry horse and given it scritches that it accepted with rage. <laughs> well, now he's he's got yeah. himself all foamed up again. I have to clean him up again. You you're gonna have fun. Well, good. Murderous, good. murderous fun. So and I, I tell him of his of his war horse's well, lineage. You get uh, you get all the details. You got you got all that from the horse. The horse sounded like it was just chuffing and neighing and snorting the entire time. Growling, slight you don't know why horse is growling. Right, yeah. right. It's more than I've ever heard. Horse growls he's, he's, such, he's such a naysayer most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> <laughs> wah wah. But the evening passes uneventfully. Uh, the travelers break fast together. Your traps, uh, you actually find a plump squirrel in one. And a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Yes, a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> no. And a hare in the other. Oh, I can't eat that. It's got a hare in it. <laughs> okay. I have some breakfast then. Absolutely. Uh, is it, you know, warm and still... Probably. Yeah, well, they're... They're definitely moving away from you, not green. Um, basically, when you start chowing down and with the blood smearing on your uh, your scaled uh, uh, visage, uh, they are more than likely to break their camp just a bit faster. Well, it's been great. Uh, we'll be moving along. Safe journey and success to you. And to you as well. Uh, perhaps we'll all be brother hounds soon enough. It was a pleasure sharing this... Uh, this meal with you. I feel that it'll be the the warmest company we'll have for quite some time. Best of luck on your assignment. And to you. And you. Eliza does uh, kneel down to hug you. Thank you with the fire. Oh, you're welcome. We appreciate that. Uh, it was uh, wondrous sharing this time with you. And uh, you part as friends. Yeah, that was the whole point. Yeah. I didn't do that with the dragon too, but he's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. I will um, make yep. the Argent Hound trumpets as we um, ride off. <laughs> you do indeed. We should probably take some time in the morning and have no one pack, practice with the crossbow. Sure. And uh, you you break the fast. Um, he is uh, woefully inept at loading it at first. Uh, the string keeps uh, snapping back on him at a time or two. If he wasn't wearing heavy gloves, he'd probably have a few gashes. Um, space to practice. Yep. But by the end of this time, he has 
mastered the art of loading, uncocking it safely with a quarrel in it, and then releasing the quarrel. Shooting what he wants, not so much, but he has the basics by the time you guys uh, uh, show him the weapon. He's not uncoordinated or anything, is he? He seems to have a less than... So, upon your assessment, his physical stats are probably a bit before below normal each. Um... He is nines. He is not strong. He is clumsy, and he tires easily. So where the hell did he put all his points? He didn't. We rolled stats. Remember? (laughs) No, I meant his. his You know, I believe it was Nebamon's player, Mike, that said, "Remember the the fourth dice in all of your stats. They Uh all have to find a home, don't they?" (laughs) So. But it is not. If you are being brutally honest and not tending his ego or anything like that, Adrian and Gallus was not were not entirely wrong when he called him a bit of a burden. He is he doesn't have the constitution for this work, nor the strength, nor the aim. Um, well, we'll he is a out. relatively intelligent soul, and he <laughs> might be able to master wizardly arts if he had the attention for such things. But he likes flights of fancy. Uh, books, uh, good stories more than anything else, and he lacks the charisma to truly embrace the Bardic College. So, uh, he is, right. however... Nebumon, dog and milk. <laughs> That's the short path to power. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> Nebumon thinks about that for a moment and shakes his head. He pulls his, uh, his mask up a bit higher, and... Uh, Helps you tack the horses instead. Okay. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. I think that went really well. That went way better than the last time we tried it. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I still have a scar. I broke Dad's window. <laughs> At least the bolts went this time and not the crossbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we now have two reasons to go through Marabar. On our way to here. <clears throat> Seems like. So. Did the horse tell you to go there? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> three. Reasons. The cartographer. Going over your map. Just map. as an aside. We got um, the travel to Red Larch from Waterdeep uh, is your first main stretch. You can resupply there <coughs> if you need, but you do have all of your provisions right now mm-hmm. uh, for the trip. Um notwithstanding any unforeseen circumstances that may waylay you or take your travel a bit. Um, So the first few days up the long road are what you're looking for now. Uh, It does appear that there are travelers here and there, uh, as well as the occasional uh, Lord's Alliance patrol and guards that that tend these roads, Um, usually from Neverwinter, Daggerford, Waterdeep, the large settlements along this this, uh, trade path. Um, it is still early in the season for caravans and traders to be traveling. So, uh, a lot of this road is the muddy, murky, miresome kind of, uh, sludge that happens after the snows melt. Um, and so require a trained wagoner to, uh, maneuver such a... Such a cart uh, through the worst of the quagmire without getting uh, stuck, 
or uh, needing to be dug out or run off the path. And I do believe that Roywin is handling that role for you at the moment. Yes. Oh, and do mark off uh, two days of your provisions each, okay? Uh, you may only mark off one, Nakreen, because okay. you caught your meal that first day. What attribute are we applying? So this is going to be a dexterity check. It's all about your ability to control the cart in the moment. Fantastically so. Your gnomish intuition and your deft reflexes are all you need as you head upwards towards um, Amphail, uh, which is a small town uh, named after Amphail the Just, one of Waterdeep's <coughs> early warlords. Um, so horses are bred and trained in Amphail, uh, and Rich water Davians tend to maintain secluded estates in these hills. Farmland is plentiful. So the reach of um, Waterdeep does extend to the town of Amphail. Uh, there is uh, what seems to be a lot of that mire, but you manage to find the, the hardest areas to roll your wheels through. Even if you have to go off the road for a little bit right. and find your way back on. You feel as though a less trained wagoner would run into some trouble. And indeed you find um, some proof of that uh, a mile or two from this place when you see a wagon wheel stuck firmly in the mud. No wagon here. They seem to have moved on. But it has does seem like there was a wagon wheel that broke here. At one is point, the, is the wagon wheel intact? The wagon wheel no, isn't is fairly intact. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Can I try it out of the mud? Yeah. Make a strength check. It was buried fairly thickly in the mud. Does that work on strength checks, or is it just skill checks? Skill checks. Sixteen. So, that is just a bit more than what you need. It seems to have been buried not in this uh, current muck. But perhaps a season ago. It's worn and weary, but your mending skills can probably handle that. Um, and you are able to haul it out. You can see uh, the iron casting of the wheel and where the axle broke. It's splintered and uh, fungus encrusted. But it takes all of your might to, to haul it out of the muck with a giant squelch. So, uh, in consultation with the person who actually knows anything about wagons, um, you know, figure out where you need to pop the axle out to be able to, and then mend it. Sure. So that it And you do. You set that along the side. It looks like new. You manage to clean out the iron casting with some dagger work, uh, which Nerwin is happy to help with. Uh, gives him something to do in the back of the wagon, uh, chiseling out the uh, the wooden pieces in the iron cast, uh, and you are uh, able to continue onwards, upwards towards Amphail. Hmm? Now, between Amphail and Waterdeep, uh, there are several um, guards. It is well patrolled. Uh, you know for a fact that as you head up the long road, up uh, past the West Woods and up into the Summer Hills, that these guards are less and less frequent. Yep. So while there are no bandits or monsters here, and it is well traveled between Amphail and Waterdeep, uh, that may well change. That may well change. 
though Nerwin does seem to be in high regard as you guys approach your first town. Now, it is a small town. You can see a great, um, what seems to be stabling, and uh, certainly the wild horses here that run in the hills uh, run, their bloodlines run deep within these horses as well. You do find a few adventurers in Amphail buying horses that they could not find in Waterdeep. But they have slogged along uh, and finally made it to Amphail. Now, it's, um, you actually do see that in one corner of the town square here, that there is a huge black stone statue of a famous war stallion bred in Amphail long ago. Uh, it does seem to have been gelded, however. Uh, and roughly so. Uh, it does not seem to have been a... Um, the statue has been gelded. The statue has been gelded, and it was by a unsteady hand, not the person that made this war horse. Uh, it is, however, painted a bright yellow and red in places as well. You actually see Forge Heart's nose flare at the sight of it, and it whinnies lightly in your uh, your grip. Does it? Does the statue have a name? Several children are uh, hurling stones at birds that are perched at the very top of the rearing hooves of this massive obsidian stallion. Um, if you'd like to make a history check, you can do that, or you can ask about it. History. Sure. The one of the childs, uh, the children that are at the uh, the feet of it, are um, they look over and uh, they smile at you. Oh, that there's Great Shalon. That's a famous war stallion bred here in Amphail. We're famous for our horses, you know. What did uh? What did uh? Our, our current unhappy warhorse say his uh, parentage was? Uh, not Great Charline. He didn't have that name for it. He did say a warhorse of renown that apparently fought in uh, the Orc Wars. You know, I've studied lots of maps of histories. I have never found a town called Renown. Like the horse is lying to you. Um, there is a cozy Wait, tavern here, the Staghorn Flagon, but you certainly do have the means to continue on if you'd like without staying at the tavern. If you want a bath and a warm bed, uh, you could do worse than the stag horn flagger. Except for, you pulled me out one day. Two. Two. This is the second. Yep. Uh, How much longer until nightfall? Uh, you have four hours yet to go till nightfall. This is now two days longer than I've ever stayed outdoors. Okay. Uh, I am feeling a bit gamey. Do you mind if, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. And, uh, a round of prestidigitation feels just like a bath. Uh, and you are able to pass, comfortably past and fail. Uh, as you are heading out, uh, a few of the town guards, which also, uh, double as, uh, stablemen here, uh, do mention that uh, do be sure to keep going right past the manor on the hilltop. That's Rundrith Manor. It's haunted. We stay far away from that place. You'll see it about 20 miles up the long road. How far out is that? About four hours? Uh, 20? No, that's another day. 
Yeah. Uh, it'll be there on your next day's travel. Uh, okay. Yep. You have a half so day. Twenty-five history check. Yep. Oh, Rundrith oh, Manor. They said haunted. I was like, right, staying away from that. Yeah, sounds right. Thanks. Besides, it generated a seven. <laughs> so it is home to a terrifying figure known far and wide as the Dark Lady. Locals have warned everyone to stay well away from the ruins of this large manor. It is a large stone mansion, roofless and overgrown with wilderness, overtaking it. Uh, people report a sense of dread, and even the animals stay away, except for packs of murderous crows. No, I'm sorry, just murders of crows. <laughs> <coughs> I'm sorry, what's your name? The Dark Lady. And the locals are torn as to what she is. Some say it's a banshee, the ghost of a drow long thought deceased after being wooed by the lord of the manor house, and poisoned by a would-be mistress. <laughs> Lost from the last great mark. <laughs> but they tell you, uh, no good has ever come of that place. And no good ever will. And they spit on the ground, and a couple of them make uh, cryptic signs to ward off evil. No. Um, I'm going to investigate. I don't see why. Yeah, no. First. I've read this some. Um, yes? I'm just saying. You're just no, saying what? Nobody goes up there. It's supposedly haunted. Is so, this the sort of thing adventurers do? Um, adventurers fulfill their contracts first. There's there's perhaps some wisdom there. We do have to come back this way. <clears throat> I mean, I did read a whole series of uh, novels where hauntings were often just elaborate disguises. I'm with you on this. Aye. And a warhound. But I definitely the think I don't even know what we're getting paid to do our... the job we've accepted. I'm just saying. Could be treasure up there. Yes, there could be death up there too. With this whole ways. Sorts hmm? often say oh. they go in, but they don't come back out. Well, if they don't come back out, how do they. So I don't ask those questions. Anyway, if we're moving on, we're moving on. Alright. So, this is the last civilized spot until Red Larch. And Red Larch is 120 miles away. Holy crap. What, six days? Seven? We are going on a month-long mm -hmm. track. Mm-hmm. Alright. And into the wilderness... You head off. You're spending time with Forge Heart. Yes. And on the about noon uh, of the next day, you do see a lonesome stone structure on a hill. There are where there was birds singing before, and bird song and the sound of rustling animals. It is intensely quiet, and you do see the crows as they watch silent sentinels around this area. You can almost trace the perimeter of whatever things in there's influence by the crows. 
that watches you pass. That is very eerie. Moving on. Taking time at night in that lunch break to work a little bit on rapier work with Neron. He is a clumsy, um, a clumsy man. Uh, And it it does take a while, but he is ready to learn. At least by the end of a few days of rapier training, he is not clattering his hilt into things anymore. Baby steps. Um, And if you would do me a favor, you are working with Forge Heart when you can. It takes several days, but you are able to make another animal handling check for him. You still willing to give me advice? Yeah, sure. I can give you guidance. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You may take so guidance. guidance. Does what? Uh, another D four. Add one D four. Yeah. And you have advantage. If he has advantage, does he roll the D four again as well? The D four is simply added to whatever the highest roll is. Okay. All right. So I rolled the two on the D four. <clears throat> Generated a total of twenty four. He is able to be approached by you. Okay. And. Does not seem to blanch at the party you keep. Good. He is not rearing back when someone approaches him, and uh, he is taking the bridle quite a bit easier. The saddle seems to be a <clears throat> bit too far. Okay. Still. How about the blanket? The blanket is fine. You put the blanket on him, and he yeah. is more than able to to keep it on. He doesn't shrug it off like he had been. Getting there. Getting there. You are making progress. <laughs> Strange how none of those parties we've camped with are there when we wake up in the morning, but it was nice of them to leave all their stuff behind. <laughs> Tromped into the mud. Anyway, so... That's it. Alright. It is five days travel. A hundred miles. Five more days? Mm-hmm. Or five days? Five days, days after Anfail. So seven yep. days. Yep, seven days. Red Larch is in the distance. Uh, you are sleeping um, along the the plains of the long road. Uh, you can see the somber hills uh, cresting into the uh, the sky as the sun dips below them. You are past what seems to be the Westwood, and there is a large spire of rock that makes for a fitting uh, signpost here. If your map is to believe, to be believed, it is called Lance Rock. Okay. And you are about where you should be. Excellent, because, you know, hopefully we know how to use a map. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm, um, you know, rooting for you. Well, my family, they're more likely to be used to cut a hole in the wall. It is in the early hours of the dark, starless night under heavy cloud cover. Shall I roll randomly to see what watch Nerwin is on? Sure. <laughs> he is with Nebumon and Selyse on third watch. It is during third watch. When I require perception checks from Nebumon, Selyse, and Nerwin, I would also like to know, is it standard issue for you to do a alarm around the camp? 
I do alarm on the um, centered on the wagon. Okay, because and that is something that. It can go that, out about twenty feet. Sure. So wagon kind of center of camp by the campfire, twenty yeah. feet out. Yep. Okay. <coughs> All right. That's that's good to know. Um, and uh, I have it set to audible. Audible, like a le- that loud a ringing kind of. No, okay. It it's a soft chime. So if we start hearing our audiobooks, we know that. Yes. 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 Excellent. An eleven. Never mind. It's funny. <laughs> Thanks, Nerwin. Uh, so. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you um, really? There is a sort of. Sound from Nerwin as his chin tucks into his chest. His arms are still folded, and he is rocking lightly. Um, but Nebamon's eyes kind of narrow. Uh, Nebamon looks over at you, Salise. And then then Nebamon uh, says, uh, Have you spoken Celestial, Salise? Uh, Is that something that you speak? No. Never mind, then. In common, but quiet, he says, I wonder what Lord Sindarin would have given us. <laughs> it's a mean little snipe, and he seems almost guilty when he says it. I kind of give him a, mm, like a disapproving little... <laughs> hmm. But, um, Nebamon stops, his hand going... Uh, upwards, and you see shadows coalescing, in, uh, coalescing into uh, the halberd, and his eyes uh, golden stare out into the darkness. Pull my sword, even though I can't see anything. Ready yourselves, he says, and then the alarm goes off. Once that happens, Chapter you one. see several glittering eyes, a sort of yipping, harsh laugh at that sound. Uh, more of a... <laughs> and there's a rolling growl as you see a pack of gnolls slavering, slobbering, and ready for battle. The largest one at the front roars and you are all awake and we will get your initiative next week Yikes. I'm at the end of this session you all take 350 experience damage no what <laughs> you all take 350 experience sorry 250 or 350 Congratulations on getting everything ready. That will not be the case every time, but I felt it important on your first mission to go through the rigmarole. Um, so, uh, you're a day's travel from Red Larch. A null pack has happened upon you, and I would like to thank everyone out there for listening. Uh, you know, tell your friends if you liked it. Uh, tell your friends if you didn't. Come on, help a guy out. And <laughs> uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you very much.